Today on the program, it's your boy Don A from L.A. to Philly, the home of the cheesesteaks, one of the cheesesteaks. It's Creed. Welcome to the Rewatch Party! Yeah! I'm your host, Nick. Joining me, as always, are the stars and stripes to my shorts, Los and Brandon. It is, I believe that. Hey, good-looking baby Creed. Good-looking baby Creed. Good-looking baby Creed. I told you not to call me that! Well, call me that. There it is. <laughs> so today we, today we are talking about Creed from 2015, directed by Ryan Coogler. 2015? 2015. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, and Coogler directed Black Panther. Okay. I think one of the few legitimate standalone good movies in the Marvel franchise, not just... I have not seen it yet. Uh, a lot of them just like tie into each other, and it's this huge web of a universe they've created. But Black Panther is legitimately a bad... Like, if that's the only one you ever saw and knew nothing of the rest of the universe, that would still be a fucking good Pretty movie. Pretty good one, okay. Um, Coogler also directed Fruitvale Station. All three of these we've talked about now will also star Michael B. Jordan, so it must be like De Niro and Scorsese in the 70s where you're in everything that guy does. Or Tim Burton and Johnny Depp now. Or Tim Burton and Johnny Depp. Yeah. For the past 40 years, Tim Burton and Johnny Depp, really. Or Ben Affleck and Matt Damon to Kevin Smith. Yes. There it is. That's a good one. Um, he does have an upcoming movie called Judas and the Black Messiah, which I'm pretty excited for. Because Ryan Coogler hasn't done a lot, but I feel the few that he has done have been really fucking good. So I think he's more about quality than quantity. So pretty okay. excited for his next project. Uh, this was written by Coogler, but also a man named Aaron Covington, who wrote, helped write this movie and then a video game NBA 2017. Uh, like the That's video it. game? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what the what the a, fuck? A writing credit? A writing credit for a video game. <laughs> I guess there's a real in-depth story in that basketball game. Well, I wouldn't expect that for like the NBA. No. Because it's just Well, maybe it's an up and coming like, story. Like, cause you know, they have like those video games that have story modes. So it's sure, it maybe like still, you're like a, a random kid and, uh, it, and you, you move your, your way up through the street. You play your way up. Oh, you get to be your own character going yeah, up against Dwayne story, Wade and all these people. You know, especially if you wrote like a story like Creed, he may have a Could idea be. like. And maybe that's why Coogler was like, hey, come help write this movie. Hey, look, I, I wrote Creed. Hey, EA Sports, think Creed, but with basketball. Or They're no, like think, think basketball. Oh no, because the game was 2017, so this was 2015. So yeah, he would have done this first, right? I mean that that makes sense. Uh, and then also Sly gets uh, a credit because this hey. is part this is part of the Rocky universe, hey, and Rocky's know. in it. So obviously, I came up with the whole idea. So I, you know, uh, I invented boxing movies. You know, you know, it's um, funny too to watch this movie, and I'm like, is he an actual like real boxer at all? Does he have Rock, any sort of like Rocky <laughs> Stallone? <laughs> yeah. And not other than that he's trained a bunch for his movies he's been doing since 1976. How many actual professional boxers would consider, like, Rocky uh, an inspirational story that... A lot uh, of them, that, actually. Like, he's a hero. A lot of them, because... And a real person but, in, my, in my eyes. Well, not a real person, but... He's I real. Mean, the, whole, the thing that sets Rocky's Rocky real. apart from, like, the other boxing movies, of which there are millions of them, is, like, there's a lot of story outside of the ring and outside of the training. 
even though that's what they're known for, I guess. But it's about like, I don't know, it's always about proving your own worth, proving yourself, even to yourself and finding out how far you can go. And like, uh, so there's there's a lot more of that behind the story. So I think a lot of professional fighters especially can tie into that. Like, are you just going in there to hopefully beat the other guy and that's it? Or is there like a deeper meaning behind like, is there is there more behind what you're doing? Is there more to you, man? Um, Only you in your own way. When he does have professional fighters as his opponents, like he always tried to do, and did accomplish a few times, the the main protagonist in this movie is a professional boxer. But they do say they're like, holy fuck, dude! I a lot of us don't train as hard as Stallone does. Oh. Like. He hires Mr. Olympias to help get his fucking physique down, but like he's in there training boxing, he's doing the diet, he's doing the actual workouts and everything to get ready for his role. And they're like, "Dude's dedicated. Can't take I that. Mean, you can't. You can't he, say that." <laughs> at one point, he he's rolling that bag though, you know. So he's doing it. for... I mean, he yeah, like he had to. He gets ready for the roles, and he's been doing. His first Rocky was nineteen seventy six, so he's been doing it since then. Long he's time, probably Nick Ryder. He's yeah, right. Uh, hey, it's been a long time, Nick Ryder. Adrian, I is, can't act for shit, but I'll fucking punch your face off. <laughs> Amateur. Is uh, is Sly starting to enter that te- that uh, the Bob Gale territory? He might be. Like, what's the line oh, there? Not as much with Rocky. I feel I feel Rocky's his baby. That's more personal. But the Rambo series, yes. Uh, you think Rambo's more. Oh my god! Him. Like he. I think three was going to be the last one, but then uh, then I'm putting out a fourth one, and then all of a sudden I put out a fifth one that I even call Last Blood, but then I even <laughs> leave that open ended just in case I need, and, and and like the second one still somewhat tied to the character of Rambo in a way, I guess, but after that it's just been Stallone kills thousands of people in a movie, <laughs> and they like it could have been anybody. He didn't have to be Rambo. It has nothing to do with Rambo. Do you think he it puts w- it in there just to the milk royalty. that tea? <laughs> Do you think maybe one day, still excuse me, I farted there, right on the microphone. Uh, do you think Stallone It'd be one even day funnier when that car noise does not come through any of the mics and people are like, what is he talking about? Uh, if Stallone left it open intentionally so he can have like a, a video come out, but what if that video comes out and it's like like a war at the the retirement home he lives at, you know, and it's about that kind of stuff, having to deal with that. And he'll that. bring Rambo back? Yeah, bring in, do you think he'll play like a comedy Rambo, like just playing off of I don't, I being mean, an old Rambo? There's enough money in it. I'm sure he'd do whatever he needed to do. <laughs> Rambo is like his cash cow. Hey, that nurse is taking my money when uh, I'm yeah. not looking. Yeah, I know she is. That means I've got a set of booby traps. He says he's got a kid and maybe like his kid comes and visits him. And he's all Could like be. complaining about like he's, hide- he's hiding behind the curtains when he comes in like, Dad, we. Dad. And you just cut to like the, a close up on his eyes. He's like, <laughs> he's like camouflaged he's in the like, curtains. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah, that nurse is stealing my monies. The Rambo franchise is as dumb as the titles of the Rambo franchise. It's fucking all <laughs> over the place. I mean, seriously, that fifth one, Last Blood, I rented just, just to watch because I knew it was going to be terrible. But it's, he has, he, he went from a guy who fights in the jungles of Vietnam to now he owns a ranch in Arizona for some fucking reason. That's the way to go. And, and then he ends up fighting the Mexican cartel. He goes down there and gets into all sorts of trouble with them and then comes home and sets up a bunch of fucking home alone booby traps. So when they come to his ranch to take him out, he can fucking kill all these Mexicans. And really all the movie was is Stallone wants to kill a bunch of Mexicans. My favorite pastime, <laughs> Nick. Yeah. And, and that's all it was. 
God, it was fucking terrible. But we're not talking about Rambo. We're talking about the Rocky world, which he does take personally. And there's a lot of things in here. Uh, I'm sure you guys were like, what the fuck is with these turtles they keep focusing on? Who give the fuck gives their got pet turtles? He's had those pet turtles in, since the first Rocky movie, and they are the same ones. Stallone owns these turtles. They're Cuff and Link, their names, and they've been his pets since the first Rocky movie. And they're still the actual same ones. Where did they see? Where did I? Uh, they're at his house. So like when when Creed oh, like moves the, in like with them a, and stuff. Tank and shit in yeah. yeah, and yeah. so there. I mean, a lot. That's that's one example. But there are a lot of things. Like he 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 puts a lot of care into anything involving the Rocky world, which I I he's my appreciate. Baby. Yeah, he's my baby. So uh, it's bitch, baby. So this was not written by him. The first movie in the whole Rocky universe, not written by him, but. Uh, also worth noting, he was 69 when he made this. Nice. My favorite number two. Hey, hey, you nice. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Guess what? You know, uh, Adrian may have been out of the picture, but I still find someone to 69 with you. Know what I'm saying? My old pencil's still punching. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he was making Rocky movies, right? He did one, two, three, four, five, and then Balboa. Because he all of a sudden decided that he didn't want to keep the number system going. And then he was going to end it. Like he intend the ending of Rocky Balboa is in such a way that that's that's the end of his story. <clears throat> so I I didn't watch it, but just what I gathered from watching the movie is is that that one where he does that third match with Creed, that secret one that he talks about. That, that happened in three. In? Oh, that happened in three. Okay, never mind. Yeah, the ending of Rocky three because Rocky three he beats uh, Mr. T, and at the very end of it. Like right before the credits, the, the the epilogue, whatever, they go back to the gym and they get into the ring, him and Apollo, and then they both swing at each other and it freeze frames right before they hit. Oh. And so it leaves you it. You don't know who won. You don't know what's going on. So that's what they reference. That's why about he that says, like, uh, uh, what was I it? heard about some third fight between you and Creed. That's you a secret. That. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it was just the two of them in, in the gym. Uh, so. All right, so he didn't want to continue it. He was done with it. And Ryan Coogler specifically talked him into it because he wanted to do a movie about Creed, right? And so you can't do anything involving Creed without having Rocky Balboa involved in some way. So he also, this is 2015, I think just a year or two before this, Stallone's son died of a heart attack at like 36 years old, like way young. What? And uh, so the pictures when he's, you know, because a lot of this movie and Creed 2 both are him not knowing his son. He knows his son lives in Vancouver and has a kid. So he has a grandson he's never met. And that's like, that's really digging at him a lot. And every time he looks at pictures, that's like pictures of, of his actual son. Uh, there was one that was a, a, a Rocky Jr. from the movies, you know, one of the actors that played him. Okay. But, but most of the ones, especially in this first one, are actually Sage Stallone. Sly's son, because it was like it, kind of a cathartic working through that loss. And then, you know, his beloved character bringing someone up and having kind of a son figure. So it was that he decided to go with that. And also, like, after Balboa, what the fuck else can this old guy do? He's not going to fight anymore. You could, shouldn't have even been fighting in Balboa. But, I'm so now he gets to be Mickey instead of the fighter. Of and so he got to explore that. And that was that was really cool. So, uh, 
I, 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 I'm glad that we're bringing Rocky to the show. I know it's not technically a Rocky movie, but it is. It's still, it's still in the world. It still has all of the fucking staples that a Rocky movie follows. You know, the, the emotional conflict, the, the big speeches, the training montages, and the, all the that. Big so, fights. The big uh, fights. The big fights. So it does feel totally like a Rocky movie, so I'm still here for it. And you get a taste of my Rocky obsession that to prepare you for when we finally get to the actual ones in a <laughs> few years. A yeah. It's going to be a while, but at least you'll know what to expect. So uh, we open with MGM, of course. That's Rocky Land. They're <sighs> MGM things. I like how it starts on the eye yeah. instead of just the lion roaring. It starts on the eye, Pulls which back. I don't know if that's supposed to be like eye of the tiger, even though this is a lion. Oh, I see. Yeah, eye of the lion. But I think that's just what MGM does now. That's just how that's their new logo. Like eye of the lion. It's the thriller, the fact. It kind of works, not quite as well. It's what two syllables? Who would win in a fight, a lion or a tiger? Tiger. All day. Uh, I think female lions are tougher. I mean, male lions always because they have the mane, but female lions are the are the hardcore ones. But tigers are bigger and faster. Lions get the king of the jungle reputation purely because of the mane, and they look more majestic. But tigers are the the badass, I think, of the cat family. Well, I think you need to put up a poll on our Twitter. I think we should. Yeah. All right, check out the poll. at the rewatch party. Hey, hey oh, new Twitter it. handle nice. again. So it's not no, it the is. underscore rewatch. No, party? it's not rewatch underscore that. It's just at the rewatch party. Oh yeah, their their watch, watch party. <laughs> their watch <laughs> party. So all right, now we open up in Los Angeles. L I. We call it the City of Angels. I didn't find it to be that exactly. Yeah. I think it's uh, uh, Le- Lebowski. Why Wales you gotta vagina. use so much dang curse words? <laughs> yeah, I ain't never seen no. I ain't seen London. I ain't seen France. Uh, I ain't never seen no queen in her dang dundies, as the feller says. <laughs> the, the, Sam Elliott from Big Lebowski. Everybody. The dude. Uh, but no, we were in L.A. in 1998, right? So we got these guards leading kids. So now we know we're in a juvenile facility, right? Yep. Uh, a code blue comes over the speakers. And uh, so the guards all run into the, into the cafeteria, right? One in the cafeteria. And uh, two kids just beating the fuck out of each other like this isn't just a kid fight these kids know how to fucking fight yeah it's crazy like it's I've, a brutal kid fight we've watched a lot of uh kid fighting videos but have you know, yeah on the, well on the, mostly from on, arrested <coughs> development what was it kid fights was a boy thing? fights boy fights yeah yeah watch a lot of those but no even in general like that yeah they were this kid was Mounted, getting punched, and then was able to grab the kid, turn around, and then just and fucking then start wailing. raining punches. And it, yeah, he's. I mean, he knows how to punch. He he is aware of how to throw a proper punch because he's he's probably ten, nine or ten years old. Yeah. Uh, so they drag the one kid away, uh, and the kids just say, "At least let me get my shoes," because <laughs> he apparently lost them in the scuffle. So now Claire Huxtable, Huxtable. From the Cosby Show, Felicia Rashad oh, shows yeah. up. And you know, if you grew up watching Bill Cosby Show, I grew up watching the Cosby Show, you do not fuck with Felicia Rashad. That's Claire right. Huxtable is the toughest woman on the planet. If you fought, if she was able to fight off Bill Cosby for fucking 20 years, <laughs> or however long that show went on, she's a tough woman. Thank you, thank you. Um, so she shows up and they're like, yeah, Adonis got into a fight, so he's in a holding cell. He just... Fights Adonis all the time. That's yeah. what they say. Like that's just 
If he's not sleeping, he's fighting somebody. First of all, that name Adonis. Oh my god. Adonis. Adonis like it's like a god, the the Well yeah, but his dad's name is Apollo. Apollo, which is runs in that mythology world. Exactly. Um, which I got I got that right away. But Adonis and his name is Adonis Johnson. So I was like, a handsome dick. Just a, what a good looking <laughs> dick. A what perfectly a, sculpted dick. Perfect dick, dude. <laughs> That's what his name is. I'm like, I'd, 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 I'd be a porn creep. name. I would definitely go with I mean, creep. Adonis Johnson sounds like a porn name, honestly. <laughs> but that, <laughs> and that, that makes me think Stallone had to have had a hand in it because he is the worst <laughs> at coming up with character names. I got you. Like, some of the random fights he has throughout the Rocky series, I mean, there's a Spider Rico, but God, there's one that's... Spider Rico? Yeah, there's a Spider... There's one that's just, oh, like, look so... Like, it might as well be a Bond name because, I mean, like, Bond characters are always pussy galore and shit. And there's one I can't think of it, but... And obviously, we'll, we'll get to it there, but just the stupidest names and Stallone's like, yes, this is a boxy name. You can do it in there. I'm like, that sounds like a fucking porn name, dude. You need to lay off the porn. I know his career got started in a porno, but that doesn't mean you need to continue with it. Like Peter Long. Yeah. Uh, that uh, Yeah, he. so C- Stallone's first movie ever was in a movie called The Party at Kitty and Studs, and it was a softcore porn. Nice. And then after the <laughs> success of Rocky, they went back and put Italian Stallion on it, because that's what he's called <laughs> in the Rocky movies. But then his like porno movie is all about the Italian Stallion, you know? Uh, so anyway, I think that's where he gets his character names, because a lot of the character names in the Rocky universe are suggestive. As in Adonis Johnson. So, uh, this lady gets Felicia to the cell. I guess her name's Mary Ann. How can you get her on the? How can you uh, get her back to the farm once she's hung out with Adonis Johnson? Oh yeah, <laughs> nice little Lebowski <laughs> reference there. After, are you going to get her back after she's hung out with Carl Hungus? <laughs> um, so, yeah, she goes in, and the guard, the sort of female guard, that's like going to try to introduce and and uh, Claire Huxtable stops her and's like. Bitch, I got this, please. Can I talk to her, please? Can I? Uh, can we do this? I'm not, I'm not. Bitch, you're out of here. Too many already. white girls in this room. Yeah, so she's just like, <laughs> okay, so why were you fighting? And he's like, I ain't talking to no more social workers. I'm not a, I'm not a social worker, buddy. Uh, and he goes, well, the kid said something about my mama, so I beat his ass. He said something about my mama, so I beat his ass. There you go. I'm sorry about your mother. Yeah, so his mother is dead, Yeah, and he never knew his father, doesn't even know who the fuck his father is, so now he's purely an orphan. He has no parents, he's just a victim of the system at Oliver this point. Oliver fucking twist. Right. Adonis twist. Adonis twist. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. It's the old Adonis the, twist. Yeah. <laughs> Finish him off. Oh, that's... And the kind of twist. <laughs> that's that's not like a finishing porno move. <laughs> oh, the old Adonis twist. So... Well, yeah, that's his porn <laughs> That's his finisher move, the, the Adonis, Adonis twist. twist. <laughs> Always ends in a facial somehow. He was also playing ACL this weekend, mm. so be sure to see them. Yeah, 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 Adonis twist. They do um, like old school, you know, doo-wop, but, you know, twisties type music. <laughs> doo-woppy twisty. And just big fake dicks hanging out? They, yeah, essentially. Or socks. Maybe they do the chili they pepper They do the chili pepper thing. thing, yeah, every once in a while. All right, so. When it's cold outside and they can fit in and then they And then they do crew socks. When it's cold outside, <laughs> they got those, they their those ankle smaller socks. <laughs> ankle socks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so she's like, "Hey, when your father died, I was angry," and he huh? and he's like, "I don't have a father." She, well, that's just not true. Everybody's got a father. Um, you got it here. No, I mean, I do uh, have it here. 
Yeah, here, we'll put it up. When your father died, I was angry for so long. So long. I hurt myself, pushed family Looks away. Looks right like, I don't have what? no father. What did you say? I said I don't have no father. You heard That's me. not true. He passed before you were born, but you had a father. You know him? I love yeah. this. Oh, yeah, let's just let it play through here. You knew him? Yeah, you could say I knew him. He was him. my husband. I used to bang him. <laughs> Adonis, I would like it very much if you would come and stay with me. Cue the music swell. Yeah, because he goes right here. You think you'd want to do that? What was his name? Where's the fucking money? <laughs> you see his hands are all bruised. His hands like, are like really tightened up and now he's like, he relaxed them and... What was his name? Name and title card Creed. So, pretty, pretty epic opening. It's very a good. Really cool opening. Really good opening. Yeah. Uh, so then, after we get the title card, now we cut to Michael B. Jordan. Uh, fucking chiseled as do we fuck, have, Michael B. Jordan. Now can we just call him Michael Jordan or do we have to like, like, we have say to Michael differentiate. B. Definitely have to differentiate or Space Jam's going to sue us. <laughs> <laughs> so he's putting his own gloves on, and we see the little thing that says he's in Tijuana, right? So it probably his, may not have been a big deal to just call yourself Michael Jordan until he came out with that mustache. You're like, ah. Hey. Uh, You're like, okay, yeah, I'm Michael so B. Do you now. think he put that on? He's like, well, I'm a black man. So it's like, it's a middle finger back at Hitler. I get it. I told him, I said, that I've always said that that mustache always got a bad rap because it did. of one fucking dude. Yep. You know, hey, it fun. only takes one bad apple. Yep. So he thought and maybe that was a bad fucking apple. He's all like, <laughs> let's, let's I'm be honest. I'm taking this back, he said. And it did not work out. Hey, the people said, no, you must return that, right? Yeah, now. please take <laughs> that take city. that back to the store. Yes. From can. whence you got it. Uh so Michael Jordan, yeah, it didn't work. Creed is is gloving up. But in the same room as his opponent, like they're sitting in the same locker room. Yeah, and uh, getting the other ready one, for the fight. <laughs> the other trainer coach is like speaking to him in Spanish, so and, he may and not understand. Creed him. has nobody; it's just him. Like yeah. he's his own trainer, his own prep man, his own cut man, his own everything. Uh, so they're just throwing each other down, and uh, so they walk up to the ring, right? And I, I have a note. It's like seventy-three fucking stairs to get up to the ring. Isn't it supposed to be three? Like Jesus Christ, what is this? <laughs> This ring on top of a fucking Peruvian temple? <laughs> it's insane. But and, and it's a pretty good fight. So here, this is the first time I was like, okay, this is a staple of all things Rocky. As shitty as the movies are, the choreography, the fight scenes are always, always top notch. Dude, I got They admit, work more on the fight choreography than they do on anybody's acting or hell even the script itself. It's really good. And the fight scenes look Amazing! Like you feel every fucking punch. It's goddamn. Oh fuck! Yeah, they're, it's pretty good. Yeah, we've watched a lot of fighting movies in the past, and this yeah, this one tops the tops it when it comes to the choreography and the and fighting. How it's believable it is! Believable, yes. Uh, because yeah, I mean, a lot of like the the Van Damme and the Stallone action movies, like they've got to be the toughest people ever, so they're going to get shot and punched and kicked and hit with weapons and whatever, and they're still going to be going because they're so tough. But this, like, you feel every punch, and so does the opponent, and it 
it's it's more real, which I feel makes it more visceral. Like it, it holds more weight. Yeah, it's more believable. Absolutely. Uh, so now he he knocks the dude out. And I love he's starting to take his gloves off before they even finish counting. Like, he knows this guy's out. He's like, yep, fuck this, I'm out. I got to get to work. So then he's back in L.A. He's got a cubicle job. And uh, he goes in to talk to his boss, and they're, like, talking about a, a promotion. And he's like, nah, I'm quitting. Really? That's how you respond to a promotion? Yeah, I just don't want to fucking do this shit anymore. This Not is, for me. This is stupid. So... He gets home. I have it. They hint at the Rocky theme as he's driving through the gate a little bit. They like to pepper that in just a little. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know this. Change is, it up a little hey, bit. Hey, or this is this is this is still kind of Rocky. Yeah. We just just kind of sprinkle it around. So the mom's like, "Hey, how is?" And uh, so the mom's like, "Hey, how is uh, how's your promotion? What about your promotion? How's that going?" And he's uh, he's not interested. He's watching the old Balboa Creed fights. They're they're called the super fights. In, in the Rocky world, right? Uh, so, yeah. Hey, uh, sorry, I quit. Not not working there anymore. Goes to his dad's old gym. This is where we meet Tony Little Duke Burton. Uh, Little Duke, because his dad was Duke Burton, who was Creed's trainer through the entire... Rock- and then after Creed died, spoiler alert for a 30-year-old movie, but he became Rocky's trainer. Because Mickey also was dead. Spoiler alert for a 35-year-old movie. <laughs> I, get, I got some general <laughs> trivia here on okay. the movie. We can yeah. try to yeah, hop yeah, in yeah. since we're in the scene. The fictional Delphi Boxing Academy yes. in Los Angeles is advertised as the home of Apollo Creed. Delphi is a site in Greece that was uh, dedicated to the god Apollo. There we go. So it makes sense that his gym was... Yeah, and it's... Uh, because I believe in the Rocky movies, they he go and three he takes Rocky out to L.A. and he goes, "We're going to Mile Gym. Enough of this fucking Philly shit. We're going to do it the old way." And uh, I don't think it was called Delphi then, so they probably have named it that because just to tie it in. Delphi the was the thing for Apollo in mythology, so we're going to make this gym the the temple of Apollo essentially. After now that he's dead and he was the the greatest ever, so I'm sure that that's. Because it definitely wasn't called Delphi. If he was the, the greatest ever, he wouldn't have died. Hey, they talk about that. When Rocky says you... I mean, I guess we'll, we'll get we'll to get, it. We'll yeah. get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to he it. was the best ever. Well, how'd you beat him? I didn't. Tom beat him. Tom beats everyone. Tom beats everybody. So anyway, we get Tony Little Duke Burton. This is played by Wood Harris. Wood Harris was in Remember the Titans that you kept trying to bring up during our Clash of the Titans episode. He's one of the coaches? No, he's, uh, he's one, one of the players. players. Uh, Julius, I believe, was the character that he played. Maybe. I was, we were watching, it was uh, Creed Two when like it hit me. I'm like, Julius, that was That's his name? name. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he's also an Ant-Man, which I know Brandon's all about Ant-Man. Love it. Uh, he was in Southland Tales, which I never saw. He was also in Dread, which is awesome. Not in the rewatch, but now that I was like, oh, fucking Dread. Fuck, I haven't thought about Dread. Yeah. Probably could be. So here's a question about him uh, physically that, that I have. And I wanted to get y'all's opinion. Are his eyes like Little Burton closer together? Baby Duke or Tony, whatever uh, Burton guy, the the yeah the, the, the Titans guy, yeah. yeah. Um, are his eyes like closer together than yeah. like what something the seems off? Is? Yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. Just looks a little weird. There's something a bit weird that makes him look shifty all the time, even when he's not. <laughs> and I don't know if they picked him for that. I don't know. I, I just know. I, I think physically his eyes are closer I agree. together. Yes, than uh, anybody, completely. And it just it. 
it's it's very unique. Yeah, and I mean, it's not to the point of being like disproportionate no. or completely off-putting, but it's just like enough to be like, what? what it's yeah, uh? yeah. I, I I see. What, I know what you're saying. So Creed's like, hey, I got I shown off his bags of winnings. You know, I want to work with you because your pops work with my pops and all that. And he's like, fucking Tijuana, dude. That doesn't fucking matter. Ain't no pride in working Tijuana. Fuck that. Fuck your Tijuana bullshit. These guys fight to survive. Your daddy did the same. This is kill or be killed. God, they're so like melodramatic about everything. boxing, right? <laughs> it's like this is the real world here. Yeah, you don't this fucking is understand. Give it everything you got. Every day you get up, you fucking give it everything you got. There's no fucking fifty percent. That's right. You go out there and you kick the dick. You give it 110%, and that's not even going to be good enough because the other guy's giving 150%, but even that's not good enough because there's another guy giving 235.7%, and that's just crazy because he doesn't obviously know how percentages work, and this just exfoliates. So you go out there and give infinity percent. Right. And you don't don't even look like 10%. so dramatic. But, I mean, if you're getting in there to punch somebody and hopefully knock them out before they knock you out, like, fighting for a living, there there is a whole lot of you got to want this more than, hey, I'm going to go fight. Because back Mm -hmm. when I lived in Kansas, Topeka, yay, state capital, that fucking shithole. But there was one bar that was also... uh, fighting ring like the the owner was also part of like a local wannabe ufc thing like during the day it was a fight gym and at night it was no 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 like they would host fights (laughs) there yes 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 because the owner was in the thing and he like helped train fighters and was in the circuit and i mean that's a different world for sure and you can't just casually be like oh i'm gonna go fight at ringmasters Saturday night and then go back to work Monday. Like you gotta, you do gotta live it. And I get that to a point, but also for the script to get, you could kill or be killed. You mean they didn't have like, like okay. open ring night? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They might've <laughs> fucking amateur night. Like instead of karaoke, you like just uh, Spider-Man. So yeah. Just oh yeah, that's right. You go in there with <laughs> fucking macho man, Randy Savage for two minutes. Uh, there is an error in geography in this scene. Oh no. When Adonis is at the Delphi gym, which is supposed to be in L.A., you can see a Pathmark behind Adonis on the other side of the street. Pathmark was a supermarket chain exclusive to the Northeast. (gasps) So they were filming this in Philadelphia. Okay, all right, we got it. It sounds like you're getting Mario extra lives. It's fine. (laughs) Anyway, so he's like, I'm not training you. Ain't nobody training you. I'm going to make sure nobody's training you. You ain't worth the shit. So Creed like gets out there and these these guys spar and he gets in the ring. He's like, fuck it. Fuck it. Here are the keys to my Mustang. I got a Mustang out there. Let's go. Somebody fucking fight me. Here it is. So one guy comes up. He's like, I'll do it. Fucking lays him out real quick. Makes quick work of this guy. See, I told you I can fight, motherfucker. Who's next? Who the fuck's next? And we get uh, this other guy. He goes, I'm next. Turn around. We get. Danny Wheeler. Danny Wheeler. The stats pop up on the screen. 31 and 0. 18 wins by knockout. He's the number two pound for pound best fighter in the world. What does pound for pound mean? Because there's lightweight, welterweight, there's all these different weight classes. So, like, for He's won championships how much, in several. Yeah, weight but classes, it, it'd be right? like for, for your weight versus a guy who's 250 to almost 300 pounds of muscle. Like, obviously, the two of you couldn't fight. 
But how good of a fighter are you compared to how big of a guy you are? How much power do you have behind your punches? So a, a, a Mike Tyson versus a guy that's like so under like 200. You, you, it's, you take it's the like stats a, from everybody. Uh, yeah, from, and you compare it to how big of a guy they are. So like this dude is a badass motherfucker for how little he is. And he he can do more with his little frame than a guy that's like heavyweight. The heavyweight would mop the floor with him if they were together, but so it, it's a sort of a way of like per capita, even the even the field for statistics' sure. sake. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I and get it's what you also mean. played by Andre Ward, who's a legitimate professional. Is this boxer. A, is this okay? Yeah. <laughs> I for some reason just skipped over looking up who Danny Wheeler is played by, but yeah, and and that's the thing. Stallone always wants legitimate boxers that's and legitimate boxers. Like, well, what if they can't act? Neither can I. Never stop me. <laughs> so, so uh creed recognizes him is like oh i'm gonna need headgear for this one yeah and fucking like finally suits up and danny just mops the fucking ring with him just it's god it's a it's a bad fight it's a humbling fight for creed i like how when when somebody gets hit really good, like in a video game, if you're playing like and a it, video like game like does that, does a slow mo like watching ring, their head the, shake around. The, the ring happens, and then yeah. it sort of filters the sound outside, but you still hear that ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, fucking like working the butt. Just you feel like me. you're getting hit, you know? Yeah. Oh, and then and I love how the camera follows him. Whatever device they have it on, when he gets hit and his arms go limp and he just like tree falls to the mat, the camera follows him down. Just. Yeah, because you it, watch it, him. You're looking at his face the whole time he he falls it's, down. Yeah, it's pointed straight at him, and yeah, it falls down and it falls with, him. with him. It's it's a really cool camera shot. Quick stat on Andre Ward: uh, his professional career, 32 fights, 32 wins. Oh shit! 16 by one, way of knockout. 16 by way of knockout. Yeah. One. So he's 50. movie star. Hmm? I mean, he's 100 percent on wins, but he's 50 for fucking knockout. 50 percent. Yeah, that ain't bad. Yeah, yeah right about. I mean, 16 is half of 32. There you go. So, <laughs> hey man. Unless did I forget to number? But five hundred bad and average is nothing to scoff at. No, no, it's not. That's right. Especially when the bad is your fists. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's back at the mansion talking to mom. Right, this is where he says he quit his job. I'm sorry, I had it wrong earlier. She was asking about the promotion. He now he tells was her, Apollo Creed uh, like a rich dude. Well, he was champion for a very long time. Okay, so that's why she's got all this fucking yes. money. Yes, yes, yes. And again, in Creed Two, we get to see the trophy room. Yeah, because he was heavyweight champion for a, a long time. He next, was next he was the we'll Muhammad Ali of the Rocky world. Okay. So who was Mah- did they fight Muhammad no, Ali and the, no, Adonis? No, no, no. I mean, not Adonis uh, Apollo. No, because Muhammad didn't exist. The re, uh, Stallone got the idea for Rocky because there was a fight between Muhammad Ali and some unknown little white dude. And this little white dude did lay him down, like put him on the mat for the first time ever in Muhammad Ali's career. Really? Muhammad Ali won. But yeah, yeah. But, but did not knock this dude out. It went all the way through all 15 rounds and it was down to decision because he could not fucking beat this dude. And so Stallone took that idea. And so Apollo Creed is Muhammad Ali. So Muhammad Ali doesn't actually exist in this world because Apollo is that. I can tell you just by watching this movie that like I got a little interested in like boxing and like the yeah. the, the the sportsman not the sportsmanship but the athleticism that goes in the the the, the stamina the conditioning oh like dude having to go that many rounds but then like being what- able to get knocked down and then 
you have 10 seconds to get up. Like, that is... That's crazy. Yeah. That'll fuck somebody up. Dude, and- it's insane. And you get a 30-second break between rounds of doing this shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, like, boxing drills and hand drills and getting your speed and dexterity, but there's just a whole lot of... You're jumping rope for an entire afternoon, or you're fucking sprint. You're doing so much to get stamina that's, like, almost beyond human to, to be that in shape. You cannot... Unless there was a guy Butterball, I guess. But I think he was more of a novelty act. I don't know if he was ever good, but you cannot be an out yeah, of Yeah, he sh- was just so big, you couldn't... It's like King Hippo and Punch-Out. You punch him in the gut, and it's like, oh, that did nothing. He's but, like, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, but you can't be an out-of-shape boxer. Because if no, you're going to... it's stamina. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it, like heavily stamina. Obviously, skill's a huge part, and... Being but able, it's, it's, well, being it's able maintaining to, those skills and form and everything while well, you're dead. You're basically tired. fucking running yeah. for three minutes at a time for however long. Yeah, it's insane. Um, so he tells his mom he quit his job. She's pissed. She's like, uh, I don't want you to. Fight. He's sitting on the stairs talking to her, right? And yeah. I love. She has the line. You know how many times I had to carry your father up these stairs because he couldn't walk. How many times I had to wipe his ass because he couldn't use his own hands. It's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Shit. Okay, sorry, Mom. I guess I'll go back to my cubicle now. (laughs) Fuck. Um, So he brings up brain, or brain damage is brought up. And it's like, Apollo didn't get brain damage. He got killed. He was punched to death in the ring. You watched him twitch, which probably was brain damage. But anyway, for her point, (laughs) for her point. um, So he's like, yeah, I'm going to call you. Uh, was mom said, you're going to be in somebody's ring. You don't got to call me and just walks past him up the stairs. Like if you're going to do this, I don't want to be a part of it. Well, go on now. Get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking so go on now. Get. So he goes to Philly. We get, we get to Philly and we, of course, first thing we see in Philly is all the people posing in front of the Rocky statue. Yeah. Which man that came about in Rocky three. And then he even petitioned, because, you know, he runs up the steps mm-hmm. in front of the art museum. Everybody, even if you haven't seen Rocky, knows about the running you know up the that. steps. And the, the statue was put up there for the sake of the movie. And he petitioned, like, please keep it there. And they were like, no. <laughs> no. And they but t- it inspired public fitness. And they, it did. <laughs> uh, and they took it down. I think they did put it back up for a bit. And now I think, I think listeners in Philadelphia correct me but I believe now it's sitting at the foot of the steps but, <laughs> oh, but like why they had it in a warehouse for a long time like because he gifted it to the city of Philadelphia and they're like, yeah, and they're we like don't this, have the this isn't even a real statue dude this is a movie prop it's probably made out of fucking paper mache or whatever like what the fuck thanks but <laughs> uh, and I know they said it in a warehouse for a long time and even in, in Rocky Balboa and Rocky 6 there's a little line about He's pissed off, and and Polly's like, "Is this because of the statue thing?" <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, it, it ain't about that." But I believe now they have it set up at the foot of the stairs, uh-huh. so they're like compromising with him a little bit. Um, but that's the first thing we see when when Adonis gets to Philly is the people posing in front of the statue. Because uh, another thing in Balboa, the ending of it is just a nonstop montage of people that run up the steps and do the little fake, you know, air boxing Rocky <laughs> jump and stuff. And, and the, the curator of the art museums, like we get 
easily 10 to 20 times more people that just run up the steps and do that than we ever get inside the actual museum itself. Like that is way more of a tourist thing than the museum. No, like we get nobody in here, but that's nonstop. Then what day, you need to do is put every it day. behind the museum. So put they have to go through the, the museum, <laughs> put the stairs in the fucking museum, man. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky statue. Okay. It's called Rocky. Weird. Uh, the the artist <laughs> is A. Thomas Schmomberg. Schmomberg. Born oh. 1943, still I alive. I love a good original Schmomberg. This was made in 1980, was relocated in 1990 and 2006. Uh, it's made of concrete oh. that's bronzed. Bronzed so it's, concrete. It's a bronze statue uh, with a brick base. Okay. It's eight feet six inches. Width is four feet. Depth is two feet. And the base height is is you know whatever. It's a gift of Sylvester Stallone to the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> to the city of Philadelphia. That's too funny. And yeah. it's owned by the city of Philadelphia. Yeah, because they were just like, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, you got you a statue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You Love like this fictional it? character I made up. It's so important to Philadelphia. You have the statue now. These stairs. <laughs> you gotta put the top of the stick, and he's not wrong because as again the the museum curator's like it's the, the it's the stairs, millions of visitors to the stairs, maybe a thousand people in the museum. You know, like it's not even comparable. It's just all about the stairs and Rocky. Rocky, what he should have done in his original movie was run actually through the into the museum, museum <laughs> and go up to like the Greek statues and punch at him a little bit or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, come hey, here, hey, hey, like shadow hey, box in hey, front David, of him. David, <laughs> hey David, got your dick, got your dick. <laughs> then they'll eventually go. We we really wish that they can just digitally erase that part because we yeah. have too many people and then coming the curator in here. Be like, I'm so tired of people running through <laughs> punching at David's dick. If we could not. <laughs> Hey, so, David, where'd you get anyway. that dick? <laughs> how you look, like that dick? Hey, look now? how tiny your dick is. Your dick's so tiny, David. Well, punch it off. I'm going to call, call you Tiny Dick David. I know it's not very original, but I'm in the middle of fun right now. You do, you understand. Sylvester's back fucking so. slides over there, fucking shadow boxing the dick again. <laughs> now he's back in the shadows with camouflage on his face, preparing for his next Rambo movie. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, we go to Adrian's. We Adrian's. Go to the, the restaurant, Adrian's. Yes, that's correct. Uh, which came about in Balboa, Rocky Six. It's Eight. also called uh, the Victor Cafe in real life. In real life. Yes, in Philadelphia. But, so Rocky ended up after the events of Rocky Five, where he lost all his money and his title and became a bum in Philadelphia again. In Five? In Five. Okay. Uh, so when six comes around, he has a little Italian restaurant. He runs it, and he's got all these pictures, as we see in both Creed movies, of all of his fights and you know all the all the stuff going on. And people like to come by, and he takes pictures with them and tells stories, and runs his hey, little Dolph Italian Lundgren, restaurant. Move yeah. my heart. Uh, no, nothing about that, as we also find out in, in two. Yeah, yeah. There's new no, no coming next week. That fight. Uh, so, but he has this little restaurant. Of course he calls it Adrian's because Adrian is everything in his whole, that's his whole world through all of the Rocky movies and, and the Creed movies is still all about Adrian always. Uh, so anyway, this is all set up in the past, but future for us. Thank you very much. Alphabet. So pictures on the wall, as I was saying, the history, uh, just so much like I, I went to this in the theater as I did with two. 
And just like when he gets into Adrian's and see me, I was just like. <gasps> so that nostalgia. Yeah. Running through just you. the pictures. And I was like, my God, they like they completely recreated it from Rocky Balboa. It's awesome. And it just feels so fucking good just to be back into this world. And I was just like, oh my God, this is wonderful. It's like a, like a really hot shower after a long, sweaty, nasty day at work. And you're just like, oh, this is fucking heaven. Uh, I don't know. It just felt like. A big poop. Just mm, oh, you like a big poop. This movie felt like a big poop. <laughs> um, but here's where we get to meet the character Rocky Balboa, mm. who was played by Sylvester Stallone, an actor known for Cobra and Bullet to the Head. Hey, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I can uh, kill you with this bullet. With this and I can kill you with this piece of apple. I can kill you with this piece of apple. Uh, so, so Creed is looking at this this one picture, right? As Stallone walks up to him and he goes, "That's from the that's from the tenth round of your first fight." And he's like, "How the fuck do you know that?" Going? This is taken from the tenth round of the first fight, right? Good call. Good call. How'd you know that? I watched a lot of YouTube. Third fight between you and oh, the Oh yeah, the third fight thing. Here's what this Behind is. Behind closed doors. That true? How'd you hear about that? You watch movies. Who won? It's kind of a secret. What'd you say your name was? <laughs> Don. Okay. Well, yeah, he goes by Don. Talk about something. Yeah, I want to talk to you about training me. Training. <laughs> I don't do that stuff. See right no now. Yeah. Sorry about that. Listen, he's getting kind of late. Everybody kid, wants so to be I'm trained by the champ, right? Up. Yeah. So he probably gets how a lot of requests. But wait. Follow, yeah, how good great. was he? He's a perfect fighter. Ain't nobody ever better. So how'd you beat him? Time beat him. Time, you know. Takes everybody out. It's undefeated. Anyway, I got a lot. So when Mickey died, he came and talked to you, right? Talked you out of quitting. Took you to LA. LA. Trained you. Brought you back. How do you know all this? Yeah. How do you know all this? Take a wild guess. Look at my skin and tell me. What do you think? What do you think? What again? What'd you say your name was again? Uh. So, yeah, goddamn, we just skipped through so much. I got to move my notes up now. And just so many good lines in this. I love it. I love it. Uh, he took the transcript. Of it. He loves this part. Nick <laughs> I do. I got it. Well, we already watched that. We watched that. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> so he drops. He goes, I'm his son. Yeah. Now you need to train me. And they go back and forth and, and, and create at one point. So that he went out the way he wanted. Like it's a badge of honor that he went out. Dying in the ring, and Rocky shoots backs like, I think that he would rather be here, right now, talking with you. Yeah, which is a fucking great rebuttal. Like you're young and you're all about the honor of in the fight and the whatever. But hey, man, don't you think he'd rather know his own son? Maybe. <clears throat> I mean, I know what these old folks, you know, are trying to do, but you know. You let us live our lives. Yeah, but thanks for the advice and all. But I'm gonna do this anyway. It's a, it's a good anyways. fucking point. Like you've got these. Of course, that's what you, you got. Want. You got your fucking the what pie in the pie in the sky or fucking whatever the what all that. But man, that ain't the way it is, and that ain't what I do anymore. And because your dad died in the ring, that's not something you should look up to. Yeah, that's not what that your head ain't your head ain't on right, which is something Rocky would say, but. So he's not going to train him. And he's like, I haven't been to Mickey's 
the gym. I've been to the gym a long time. So again, he asks who won the third fight, and finally Rocky goes, he did. Now, did he actually, or is he just saying that because the situation in the kid? I don't know. I don't know either. Because Rocky Three, spoiler alert, is the only fight Rocky wins by actual boxing. So he was like... That's Dolph, right? He beats Dolph? No, three is Mr. T. Oh, Mr. T. Dolph is four. Okay. So he actually beats Mr. T, and it only goes to like three rounds instead of going all the way to the fucking last round like every Rocky movie. And he rope-a-dopes him and lays his ass out real early in the fight. Nice. So then immediately after that, him and Apollo get together for the little plaything in the gym. But, hey, man. Like, I'm, I'm an actual strategic boxer now, motherfucker. So... He might actually want it, and he's just being nice because it's the kid. So now, he's sitting there, you know, looking through his tablet like he does because there's a whole lot of shit that he just watches on his tablet. A whole lot of this movie we get via tablet, and we find out this guy, Ricky Conlon. Ricky Conlon. Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky is the number one pound-for-pound best fighter in the world. And he's played by Tony Ballou. He's a professional boxer. He's a three-time ABA heavyweight champion. Scottish, I believe. Um, so now, Conlon is going to fight this bitch-ass Danny Wheeler. Oh, that fucking Danny Wheeler that beat you up at the gym and took your Mustang. That's what we got. So uh, he's hanging out in his apartment, you know, and he, he can't sleep. Some noise going on. He gets up and he runs down the stairs to the apartment below his, and he needs her to turn down the music. This is where we meet Bianca, played by Tessa Thompson. First off, uh, yeah, her hair's pretty long. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> hair's too long. Otherwise, <laughs> the face is pretty. I'm going to have to ask you to cut your hair, darling. Uh, good luck with that. But yeah, second. So, so that's a deal breaker. So I'm like, that's a good, it's a good excuse not to like that girl. <laughs> God, her hair's too long. Second, uh, she's known for not only the Crees, she's Valkyrie in the Marvel Universe. She uh, is Valkyrie. She's, yes, she's Valkyrie. And she's in Westworld. Which I haven't watched, but I kind of want to. And she is gorgeous in, she, in in Thor. Yes, as Valkyrie. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she's a badass. Like See, she's just her hair short. And she's, that just, one. <laughs> she's just drunk all the time, and she's like invincible and just beats the shit out of everybody. All she does is drink booze and kick ass, and it's awesome. Yeah, she does play a pretty fucking badass character yeah. in Thor. So. They're talking a bit, and she makes fun of him for being a me because he's like, "I got to get up and train in the morning." And she's like. <laughs> Fucking gym rat, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck you. Slams the door in his face. So next morning, he goes to Mighty Mix Gym. Mighty Mix. Now, Mighty Mick, this this is the the gym. This, this, this has been the thing since 1976. When Rocky was there as a fucking idiot who did, like, unsanctioned fights in an abandoned church, and then he would go to the gym and clean out spit buckets and shit. Like, he, this is... Where would he be, like, did, did he do the punching of the carcasses, hanging carcasses? Yeah, that happened in one. Yeah, I mean, it happened a few times throughout, but that started in one. Like, guess, where did he like. go? Did he have, like, a place? Because Polly, his brother-in-law, worked at the meat packing plant. Okay. And so he'd let him in into the refrigerator so he could start punching the carcasses, yeah. Yeah. Which Stallone did so much that his knuckles are fucked up. Like, permanently? Yes. 
Oh, really? <laughs> like he really fucked up his knuckles in real life. Because you can really get in there and like all the bones. Slam this frozen chunks of like sight of a cow just punching the shit out of it. Ow. And it wasn't movie magic. He just still owned it. And now, hey. his, now his knuckles are all jacked. I like how you said, use my name as an adjective. <laughs> I like that, Nick Ryder. That's what I call it when I fuck my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Stallone. You just got Stallone. <laughs> it's Stallone. And she's baby. like, great, I'm still hungry. Make me a sandwich, Stallone. Hey, you make hey, so- what, what the fuck kind of dick is that? Um, so <laughs> <laughs> here, here at Mighty Mix Gym, we meet Leo Sperino. Leo Sperino. He's just tatted. And his tats stop perfectly at the jawline. Like, he's got the neck tats, and they just stop right at the jaw completely. It is sort of weird. Like a turtleneck. Yeah, you're wearing a permanent a turtleneck. Tattle, a tattleneck. <laughs> yeah, um, but um, But Leo here is the number four pound-for-pound pound fighter. Number four. Number four. And, uh, he's almost there, man. So Creed signs up at the gym, but of course, he's not Creed. He's Donnie Johnson. Yeah. Got to make it on his own. Don Johnson. He's Don Johnson, so he... They're like, man, you look good for a guy who was on a TV show in the 70s. Also, weren't you white? <laughs> <laughs> Don Johnson, did I just see you in Machete recently? No? Okay. So <laughs> so he does sign up, and the guy's like, yeah, fucking whatever. This is how blah, blah, blah. I ain't got time to train you very much. Well, it's cool. I'm usually self-taught. Okay, well, then you do your own thing, and I'll check on you whenever I got time. Yeah. Which is never. And so, fine, whatever. At least I'm in a gym. So now he's out jogging, doing his thing, and he sees a flyer for Bianca's show. He's like, oh, that's my neighbor who was hot. So I'm going to be going to that, right? Yes. And he, so he goes in, and he sees her on stage singing, and he's like, he's totally into her, as, as you should be. Let's listen to her. Yeah, yeah. She And she, uh, Tessa Thompson, like her whole family is musical, so she actually did her and the main composer of the movie, like they wrote these songs. So she helped write and does perform these songs herself. I love there's always weird chord changes. Like everything's so airy in all of her music. It's very spacious, but the chord progressions and the harmonies in it are really interesting. Uh, I don't. I don't have it saved on Spotify or anything. But for the sake of the movie, I I, I can appreciate it. I thought it was it's good. Def- it's definitely not something I'm going to listen to a lot. It's just yeah. not my not my not my genre. Yeah, I, but, I would like this a groove. Yeah, uh, I do love that it has interesting chordal harmony going on, and I also appreciate that the actress does write and perform it herself too. That's. Not that anybody needs to do that, but I appreciate when that happens. Yeah, I only wanted adds, to pick someone who can do that. Adds more realism to it, I feel. Yeah. Thought there'd be more so, Stallone-like. Yeah, you well, get you what know, I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, if, I get, if I get my heart punched out of place for a movie, the least you could do is fucking sing a song. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, all right. Uh, Sports Center has this quick announcement that Wheeler, Danny Wheeler, who's supposed to fight uh, Conlon, they got into a scuffle during a weigh-in, and Conlon fucking knocked him out during the weigh-in and broke his jaw. Crazy. Yeah, knocked him right on the button and probably broke his jaw in the yeah. same place. So it didn't even get to it. Like, oh, 
well, like you're a professional that, fighter, you know, compose yourself. Yeah, you, you have right. a chance to fight them later. Take it exactly, easy. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's one thing they, they always, I mean, they always talk shit. Cause you're like, as they say, I think they say at the end of this one, like as they're coming in to do the press conference before even the way in before anything, but he's like, the fight actually starts now. Because right. I'm going to get into your head. I'm going to talk a bunch of shit. I'm going to try to psych you out. And that's one thing. Fucking Conor McGregor does that all the time. That's his whole UFC thing is I want this fight to be determined basically before we even get into the ring. Right. They, well, you want them to think about something other than fighting. Yeah. Like, you want them, you want to psych them out. You want them doubting themselves. You want them nervous. You Or you want them so angry they're not thinking strat- right. They're yeah. not, yeah. And, but then, like, to actually fucking punch someone in the jaw hard enough during a weigh-in? Like, that's cheap because the dude is standing on a scale doing official shit. There, he's not at all in fight mode. And you cheap shot. Like, that's worse than shooting someone in the back, man. That's that's cheap-ass shit. Hey, it's a cheap shot. That's, that's, what, we, that's what we're setting up is that Conlon's a cheap motherfucker. It's called we're setting that up right now. Chekhov's cheap shot. Chekhov's cheap <laughs> shot. <laughs> Brilliant. So, all right. So now I'm a pioneer in in screenwriting. Yeah, yeah, I study fucking playwrights. (laughs) So he goes and visits Rocky at the restaurant, right? And he's got his old van. Again, all of this is from Balboa. It's all old van and the loading. Picking right up from it. Oh yeah. So he he goes to the market himself, which you see him do in Balboa, and buys all the fucking produce, all the meat. Does he cook it too? Uh, No, he does have cooks, but I think they're. I mean, he's down there with them sometimes, like tasting something. Nah, not quite right. You know, like he's he's involved. Right good. That's not what involved. I need. But they they're they're they don't have like a loading area. It's a one of the the doors that open up in the sidewalk. Right. Like, it's like well, a, I'm sure it's, it's, it's uh, like a, a storm cellar or something, yeah. and it leads to the basement. Opens, so he pulls his van up, and they're handing bags of onions and whatever down through there. And so uh, Creed runs up and starts helping him load shit in. Just hey, I'm doing this, and Rocky's like, yeah, I'm old as fuck. If you want to help haul shit, cool, I'm going to let you do that. And so he's like, just just give me drills then. You don't have to train me, but give me some fucking drills at least. So he's like, all right, you do 10 minutes of this, you do some of this, you fucking speed bag a bit, and then you do whatever, and then here's your fucking drills. And he writes it all down for him. Mm-hmm. And he hands the paper, and Creed takes a quick picture of it, hands him back the paper, and runs off. He's like, don't you need this? He goes, it's already up in the cloud. What cloud? <laughs> what an old man, right? Yeah, it's, it's so, funny first because he goes the cloud and he looks up. He's like he looking even up. He looks up at the sky, like what the See. fuck are you talking about? Wait, what cloud? Well, at first he goes, I took a picture of it, and he goes, What happens if you break your phone or something? And that's when he goes, It's up in the cloud. I'm gonna get that. Yeah, what it's, what, it's what cloud? Oh wait, <laughs> this is perfect. Hey, come out here. It's already up in the cloud. He's looking up. What cloud? What cloud? What cloud? What cloud? (laughs) So now he goes goes, uh, back down to talk to Bianca. Mm -hmm. He's like, hey, let's go out and get food. Not a date. Not a date. Definitely not a date. I'd let you know if it was a date. It's a dude asking a girl out and I'm buying you food. Definitely not a date. 100% 100% not a date. And they go to Max's Cheesesteaks, which is not that I, I've been there. I, I thought it was Pat or Gino's. What? Pat or Gino's. Uh, like, those are like the top 
Max, Max's is the one for uh, at least this area of Philadelphia. I was I was trying when I was looking up because I wanted to get the words for his cheesesteak wrap mm-hmm. for the opening line. I was like uh, Creed cheesesteak wrap, and I got a, a whole thing about how Ryan Coogler, who's a West Coast guy himself, but he came they're they're supposed to be from this area of Philadelphia. Like what he wanted to make sure that he put a scene in that like really cemented that area, this area, these people like the bikes and the, the bikes and Creed and yeah, that come up later in this one. But the, so they went to Max's cause Max's cheesesteaks is the place in that part of Philadelphia. Like for, I'm, I'm going to say Northern for example sake. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. Um, but like when she goes in there and he even makes sure to show them like cooking up the meat and loading all the toppings and everything on it. And then they sit there and she explains what a John is. It's like, why are you always saying John? Who's John? She's like, no, John, like J-A-W-N. It's John. This is a John. That right there is a John. This is a John. You know, it's, it's that John. It's that thing. And then that's the last time they ever say John. I think you hear it. some. At least the main characters never say it again, for sure. But I think you hear it some. But uh, this whole, and they set up a whole lot. Like it's it's just a, an anchoring scene, you know, to, to really put this in this place, in this time. And so she also talks to him a bit. We find out she has progressive hearing loss. She has her her hearing aids that she adjusts a lot. And he, she's like, why do you fight? And he's like, well, my pop was a fighter. Did he fight pro? Something like that. Something like yeah. that, yeah. Um, so I, it was a cool scene. I don't, still don't think I ever really want... I mean, I guess I'd try a legit cheesesteak, but it just doesn't ever... Cheesesteaks are one of my favorite really? fucking things ever. excite me. Like, the meat... Okay, we got, we, got a, we got a sweet roll. Awesome. We got this meat. Cool. Cheese whiz. But it's not cheese whiz. Yeah, it's like a fucking squirtable cheese product. Yeah, but when people say it's like cheese whiz, it's literally like queso. It's what it is. It's it's queso in there. Like Texans and would call it like, queso. And then we're gonna put a bunch of peppers and onions. Like, eh. Okay, I don't. I'm not a big fan of the peppers. I love the onions in there. So anytime that they say that they put peppers on onions, I say no peppers, please. Yeah. I'll do the onions all day, and I go original cheese whiz. But you gotta ask for the cheese whiz because that's the way Philadelphians would call like our queso here in Texas. Ah, okay. It's not like that sprayable bullshit. It's not the one you get at the store. That it's says- liquid cheese, by the way, but it's yeah. it's more close to queso here in Texas than it is shitty. All right, canned I mean, cheese. if I'm ever in Philly, I'll I'll definitely try one. But it's it'll blow your mind. It's delicious. I hope it will. I, and I'll make sure to go to Max's. Jersey Mike's makes a really good one if you want to try to get one here in town. Um, but get the Chipotle one. They, they put Max's. a little Chipotle aioli up in there. Gotta and it's do delicious. Got to do Max's in Philly or nothing. <laughs> well, I've done I've done uh, actual Philadelphia cheesesteaks before. And I can you tell you Jersey Mike. I've been to Philly, yes. Really? Uh, maybe about, uh, oh, about 15 years ago, about a little under 15 years ago. No shit. Before I moved out here, yeah. Did you run up the steps? Uh, did we did not go up the steps? Fuck did, you! I wasn't into rock yet. I didn't even really know what that was. But you knew about the steps at least. Like everybody knows. We didn't go up the steps, but we did. We you did. Son of a bitch! I saw the fucking cracked Liberty Bell. Oh well, yeah. Oh, American history. Can't fucking pay attention to Rocky. <laughs> went to went to Independence <laughs> Hall. It was cool. And you know what was cool about Independence Hall? Oh um, no. Uh, yes, where I grew up. Uh, Buena Park, uh, Knott's Berry Farm, they had a replica Independence Hall. And I used to go to that all the time. 
And yeah, I went to this one. It's like exactly the same thing. It was just the same as an Osbury farm? <laughs> Crazy. It's, it was exactly the same as the replica of the Independence Hall. In, in Weird Wendell. how it worked out exactly <laughs> like the replica. But yeah, we went there and we, dude, they sold, they sold pipes at... Uh, at the at in the like hall. PVC pipes, EMT. I'll tell you what they were. They were long pipes with oh, like smoking pipes, smoking pipes, like for tobacco or like whatever. The dude but, selling you a mogwai. But they it was in gremlins. Dude, it was a fucking mogwai because I bet you you were smoke. They smoked opium oh, there out of furry them. things running around there. I'm they sure. smoked opium in in those, but it was like a George Washington pipe or something. What like the bowl was shaped like his face? No, it's just like a long pipe and uh, maybe. That's how they smoked their tobacco back then. I thought that was funny. They probably just chewed it. I'm sure they just chewed the leaves. Or they packed it in their long little uh, thing and smoked it. They could have. You know. That's why he lost his teeth. (laughs) Made of wood. People thought they were made of wood, but they were just... not made of wood. They were so uh, brown from chewing tobacco leaves. He did have fake teeth, but they were not made out of wood. That was uh, a tall tale, as they say. What, do you know him? Yeah, I knew him personally. Yeah, me and George, George would go George, way back. You and George? We go all the way back to the Potomac. Did you like go help on? Helped him cross it even. You helped him cross that Delaware River? Isn't that the that's river the, that they crossed? Yeah, not the Potomac. That's because that's, that's the one you know, cause I, was at, cause I was actually there <laughs> and I know him personally. Damn it, he caught me in a lie. I don't remember seeing you on that boat, you son I, of a well, bitch. I looked a lot different, you know. Uh, this is what we call I, it's no pro- stolen I, I, valor. This folks. is this is why you don't recognize me now. My skin's a lot cleaner. Um, I've I've lost a bit of weight. You're not then. wearing a powdered wig as I would normally also, see. Also, not a powdered wig, and you know, yeah, that makes sense that you wouldn't recognize me from the. The river days. I'm not wearing my powder wig. I got a mask on. It's COVID time. You know all that? Yeah. Why not? I'm getting my vaccine shots. So tomorrow, anyway, Philadelphia <laughs> cheesesteaks. Jesus Christ. Uh, love them, by the way. Did we get into that? <laughs> you love them. Yes, you love them. Can we get into that a little bit more? <laughs> we. Uh, that'll be extra, extra bonus footage. So Rocky goes to visit Adrian's grave, which is a, a thing set up in six because she was in one through five. Uh, so it's starting in six. Every time he has, that was always the thing. Every Rocky movie hinges on the Rocky versus Adrian argument, discussion, whatever. Like she is at the crux of everything he does. Always. Why? Because he was just so in love with her. Yes. Like he, she, she completed him. You know. Why? What did she they do? Were, they were the best fucking love story ever. Uh, is that a, it's a love story in Rocky one? Rocky one for sure, yeah, absolutely. Okay. See, I would and, know and all this two. stuff if I actually, yeah. you know, knew. So, it, like, Rocky. Adrian is his fucking everything, his rock, I guess, for lack of better. That's why word, I named him Rocky. Yeah, um, you so, got it, Nick. You really know a lot about me. That's right. Just so. <laughs> anyway, like. Here's a spoiler alert. Polly is in all six movies. Adrian died after five. Somewhere between five and six, she died. Because in Rocky Six, he's visiting her grave and talking to her still. Because he always has to talk to her. He has to talk things out with her. He he needs, you know, even if it's just her grave, it helps him talk it out, focus. Interesting. But in, now in this, in Creed, Polly's grave is right next to it. And he always drops off a little bottle of Four Roses, which is what we're drinking today as we record this episode. 
And uh, so, spoiler alert there, Polly dies between Six and Creed. Uh, do we know of why? Or? I don't think they ever talk about it. He might have mentioned it. But no, when he like Creed moves in with him here in a bit, I think he just says, yeah, he died last year or whatever. Like, and like, Adrian dies of cancer? Adrian dies of cancer, yes. Complications. And they, I mean, they talk about that in Six a lot, about why she's not around or what happened. He calls it, Six is Balboa, right? Yeah, it's called okay. Rocky Balboa, yeah. But he says uh, she got the woman cancer. She got the ovarian cancer. She got the woman cancer, yeah. <laughs> the woman kind. So he leaves, <laughs> and, and I have in my notes here, cheap booze like pocket scotch because I thought it was like some cheap ass bottle like our old boy from Children of Men carrying oh, around. Oh no, no. But then I no. like I found a picture and I zoomed in and was like motherfuckers leaving him four roses? That's not cheap ass shit. That's good shit. And he's supposed to be sort of kind of broke, right? He is so, super broke and he's leaving this and you know that bottle ain't there the next time he visits because some homeless person's like, hell yeah, free bottle yeah, was of fucking to- booze. <laughs> that was totally on my mind. I'm like, he's like always leaving this bottle of whiskey at his brother-in-law's gravesite. You know, some homeless guy's like, just waiting, goes, hey, there goes that Rocky guy. And they're like, oh, the champ. No, 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 I don't give a fuck about that, but he's going to leave a bottle of booze behind you. Just wait. Just watch. let him sit in the chair, have his conversation. Once he's gone, there's going to be booze sitting there. Free. Man, sold for tonight. Then we're getting drunk, you understand? We're getting, we're getting booked up tonight. Thanks, Rock. Um, I love Rocky. So now he goes back to Mighty Mixed Chip, right? Which he owns because it was left to him from Mickey. But he never comes by it. When he walks in, everybody's excited. The one trainer that Creed had talked to earlier is like, oh, fuck, Rock. Yeah, hey, look at, check out my boy. Check out my boy here. Yeah, check out Well, this who guy runs out. this gym? The, the fuck, this guy, this other okay, trainer. Okay, so guy. the other trainer, but he's. Rocky I'm, owns it, but I mean, he just owns it on paper. It's like, he's never there. Does he take getting money from it? I'm sure he's getting something from it. Okay, but, which is why he's able to probably open a restaurant or something with no money. I'm sure. And so he's technically the boss is if he wanted to be but he doesn't want anything to do with it like he's so far apart from that world now why did, you, did boxing like that was his whole life why is it, it was his whole life and now he's got i missed all of this i guess you would we'd know you'll, if you'll watched, find out eventually he just we watch episode what is this episode seven in the series seven, yeah he's starting with seven yeah it's god great. just like star wars what is this Starts star wars bro in the middle jesus <laughs> um so anyway he comes by and and so he's the guy's like all up his ass. Like, check out this guy. And blah, 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 blah. He's the owner and you're the former champ. And if I can get you to support my fighter here, then this will be great things. Because all you need is a name tied to it. And if my fighter has Rocky behind him, oh my God, we're going to get all the press. and We're going to get all the, you know. And he's got fucking stars in his eyes. And Rocky's like, yeah, this is great. But I'm here to see this guy. Yeah. And goes off and talks to Creed. Anyway. That sounds great. Uh, use your, yeah, making your own name, right? Using yeah. my name to make your own name, huh? Yeah, yeah. Which go fuck off. Which he's never about. He's never about that at all. So Rocky, Rocky movies always have these moments. Like there are always cool one-on-one, like emotional speech moments, good moments. And so he's talking to Creed. He's like, your father was special. I don't know if you're special, but that's for you to find out. That's on you. You've got to find out what you have, not just who your daddy was. And uh, you got to work hard. You're going to get your ass kicked, but you got to get back up. Like, it's the push. It's, it's the fight, you know? The fight. So he does start training him, and he makes him chase a chicken. Well, I like what he uh, says, makes a mention to it. 
Uh, this is how we used to do it in the old days. Because in Rocky 2, it's in 2, where Mickey makes him chase a chicken. I am serious. This is old school. You should be able to grab one of these birds. 30 seconds? In your dreams. Yeah, in your dreams. Have you ever tried to catch a chicken? I have not. It's not easy. I don't imagine. So, like, a whole lot of Rocky 2 is him trying to catch this chicken. And finally, of course, at the end of the montage, because that's what a montage does, is show how good you are. Over time. Over time. In a short period. He does finally catch it towards the end of the montage. But so they they do play with it a bit here, but then he catches it pretty early, and Rocky's like, chickens must be getting slower. (laughs) (laughs) I like that part. Because I sure shit couldn't catch it like that. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Well, goddamn. So, I mean, there's a lot of a great jump rope gag. He's like jumping rope, and the bell dings, and he stops. And Rocky just goes, that bell doesn't mean school's out, Donnie, and flips a page on the newspaper, and he has to start jump roping again. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. Um, so he also has run along the river. There's one scene where Donnie's running running along the, the river. There's like a river walk thing, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which Stallone did in one. And it's just, it was something they did, like, even after the movie was wrapped up. It was like an aftermath scene, and it was just him sprinting as fast as he fucking could along the river, and you're just like, God damn, Stallone, all right, dude. Fucking chill, Jesus. You're just booking it. Um, but then they obviously work that into the, the midst of the montage, so it's just, again, a little throwback of him running along the same spot Stallone did. So, oh yeah, this bit where they're standing in front of a mirror. You see that guy in the mirror that you put in the head? He's your toughest opponent. That's who you're going against. I believe that in boxing, and I do believe that in life, okay? You throw a jab in the jaw. All right, one to the gut. Now, every time you punch this guy, what's he doing? Start one back at him. That's right. So either you block it, slip it, or get out of the way. So. So crazy. What an interesting way to, like, box, right? Like, punching in a mirror. And the philosophy that he has behind it, you know, it's like, this is your opponent. It's you, you know, and what happens when you do that? It's like he's th- he's punching me back. Like, what are you gonna do? Course, you gotta slip it. Happen, you yeah. gotta move and punch. And you're like, well, that's. But then also, too bad he didn't write it. Your opponent's gonna be moving and slipping the whole time too. So yeah. you're like working at a moving target at the same time. Yeah, uh, pretty fucking awesome. Pretty cool little scene. Gotta say, so, part of a montage. Yeah, you, you gotta work it into a montage. You know, they said they want a little bit of input from me. This was my input. Yeah. Yeah. Usually it's about fucked up shit that I like to write in movies. But this one, you know, boxing is about my heart. I had, to, I had to take it back to the soul of the boxing franchise. Two <laughs> sly guys gonna play at your next bar Two mitzvah. sly guys. So uh, he hangs with, uh, Donnie goes and hangs with Bianca again. This is where we get our opening rap about cheesesteaks. Gonna wanna have cheesesteak. The cheese that you make. It's a, it's a really stupid rap, but it's cool to see them like flirty. She lets him into her apartment, oh, so she's oh, allowed it like in her. Boy, Donette, there it is. From LA to Philly. <laughs> Philly, the home of the cheesesteaks. Oh, I want a cheesesteak. I'm so hungry. Hungry for the title. I settle for a cheesecake. Cheesecake, the cake that you make, the cake that you got. Where the beat go? Where the beat go? <laughs> So anyway, they're they're getting flirty, right? And so now we're back in the gym. The trainer guy, the random one that's kind of running the gym right now, right? He wants Donnie to fight. Hey, you can fight my guy. Fight my guy. Because Rocky's training him. So now he can be like, 
got something as long, attached to As long to as this. I can get Rocky's name attached to this fucking song. Doesn't somehow. matter what. Yeah. And so, are people going to come see you in the corner, you know? Whatever. And Rocky's like, yeah, I'll think about it. And he's like panting. He just seems really tired. Something's wrong with Rock, you know? Seems really tired from this. And uh, Creed's like, dude, I'll do it. Let's do it. Let's fight. Like, I want to fight. I'll move in with you. I'll just, we'll just fight. Or we'll just train. I'll focus on training. And uh, no no worries. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live with you we'll, uh, morning to night. This is what we're doing. This is what we're living. And he's like, you might find it uncomfortable in my house. What, what do you walk Why around? Why is that? You walk around naked? Um, so I do love that as he's talking, Rocky's always bouncing his ball, which is something that's been going on since Rocky won. He has his little racket ball. He's always bouncing around. Okay. So he's bouncing it, and Creed catches it. He's like, come on, fucking let me move in. Like, that's him moving in on the on the Rocky world there, is how I see it. You son of a bitch. And so, yeah. I just love the little details. Like, he fucking walks around in his fake leather jacket and his mismatched fedora, bouncing his racquetball. And that's what Rocky does, goddammit, as he walks around Philadelphia being a bum. Just a bum. And so, You're a bum, Rocky. So, he talks him into it. All right, he's going to be moving in with Rocky. And so, then they're pulling up, and he's, like, going to be moving stuff out. And Bianca looks down. It's like, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go be living with my uncle. You have a, your <laughs> uncle's like, white? Your, your uncle's white. He's like, uh, yeah. And Rocky goes, yeah, for a long time now. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, you know, I'll call you. And she goes, yeah. So when were you going to tell me your uncle's Rocky fucking Balboa? Like, obviously I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Um, so he... Uh, they move into the house, and Rocky, as they're, as they're moving into the room, he tells him, hey, you know women weaken legs, which is a, a line Mick tells him in, in Rocky 1 when he's getting to know Adrian. And he's like, you're getting real friendly with that pet shop girl, Rock. Women weakens legs. <laughs> and you're getting real good. <laughs> so, so there's even a scene in the first Rocky where he's sitting there, and uh, he's sitting on her couch, and she's like, on her knees in front of him, not not doing that, like trying to kiss on him and like, hey, let's, you know, now that we're dating, let's let's get, let's get freaky. Let's get freaky. And he's just like, no, I got a fight coming. You know, I'm in the midst of training. She's like, yeah, I know, but he's like, no, I'm serious, you know. And she's like, she's totally trying to fuck him. He's like, no, I can't weaken my legs. Can't weaken my legs. Yeah. So it's just funny that like, it's he's moved. They're not even training it. He's just moving him into a fucking spare bedroom. And he's just throw. Hey, 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 no, I know you know that girl there, but women weak in legs, man. Remember that. If we, we're gonna have some guys come in and paint it on the wall tomorrow. You see, you see every day the women weaken legs. WWL. I'm gonna make you a little bracelet. Instead of WWJD, it's gonna be WWL. <laughs> so we, you got you gotta live it. Um. So he's talking to him, and he's like, whose room was this? Well, this was Polly's room. Polly is Adrian's older brother, and that's uh, Rocky's brother-in-law. Um, he died. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. You wouldn't the nicest guy. <laughs> and then he talks about his son a lot, Rocky Jr. Uh, he lives in Vancouver. And this, as I was saying earlier, the, the picture like on the dresser is actually Sage Stallone, Sly's real-life son. Yeah, it's, it's nice. He, he uses this movie to help him get... Through, I, and I gotta imagine as a fucking parent, like losing a child, like you, you, you're supposed to die before your kids do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I couldn't imagine 
your child dying before you or going through the pain of that. I don't know. So he used this as a, as a cathartic moment in his life, yeah. you know, to help him get through it. So whatever it took, if he wants to put a picture of his own son instead of anybody that ever played Rocky Jr. in the movies, you know, fucking let him have it. That's right. Um, so now they start training first thing in the morning, which is great because it comes with him putting on a fucking old record. He's like dancing around in the living room and Creed's like, what the fuck is this noise? It looks like opens the bedroom door and looks out into the living room and fucking wrong. He's like, hey, uh, uh, shuffling around all awkwardly to his record player. Yeah, this is this is how we do this. Like, Man, you fucking crazy and shuts the door. Um, and then he's like, okay, so we can't go, we can't go to Mighty Mix Gym because you can't be seeing your competition every day. We're going to go to Front Street Gym. Is it close? It's close enough. It's close enough. You know, I'm going to drive. You just jog along so that you'll be nice warmed up by the time we get there. So then it cuts and it's like not even dusk anymore. It's full on daylight. Like they drove all the way across the city and he finally like comes panting up to the gym and Rocky's sitting in the van, gets out and goes, oh, you finally made it. I thought you said it was close. Yeah, no, it's not that close. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. Um, so uh, we get initial training. It does not go well because they got him with some new guys. And he's, he's not, t- he's pretty bullheaded. You know, he's got, a, he's got his gloves guy. You know, yeah. you always see in the boxing movies, we got, you hit their pads and they swing at you and you dodge that. And uh, the, the, the pads guy, his son, is like the sparring partner. And so he's working a lot with his son, and, and Donnie's just supposed to watch it and try to mimic. And he just, he's not getting in at first, and he's, he's pretty ill-tempered. And it's not, not going well. And, uh, but I, I, the whole time I was like, how awesome. Michael B. Jordan had to have been sitting there like, I can't believe I'm getting my own Rocky montage. I'm getting a fucking Rocky montage. Like, nobody gets a Rocky montage. I'm getting one. I mean, I would love to get my own Rocky montage. But he does finally get better, you know, gets over himself and into it, and and the, and the training progresses, which is what a montage is for, right? Montage. Uh, so, so now he, even Rocky had a montage. So we get to our first fight, Okay. Uh, Donnie versus uh, whatever, Tattoo Neck, whoever number four was, whatever, the Liz Sperino. Um, and so the other other trainer guy, the one that runs Mighty Mix, comes up to Rocky before the fight and is like, hey, I finally looked into your dude. Why didn't you fucking tell anybody this is Creed's son? We, we, he want, he, you know, he wants to make a name on his own. We got to keep that quiet. You know, he wants to keep that quiet. He wants to do his own thing. So I got, I need you to, I need to trust you to keep that quiet. He's like, okay, no problem, Rock. Sure, have it your way. And he walks off. And if anybody ever watching this believes that that motherfucker is going to keep it quiet, then you have never <laughs> seen a movie before in your entire life. Because you know as soon as that happened, you're like, that motherfucker. That. Even Rocky mother- knew that was going to oh, yeah. happen. Oh, like, he's yeah. He's like, yeah, I appreciate it. Fuck, God damn it. So then they're like, he's in his room and the, the ref's coming back. Because, you know, it, before a fight, he's like, I talked to you each in your rooms and broke down the rules for you, blah, blah, blah. So he's actually in the, 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 the back room talking to Creed about blah, 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 these rules and here's what we're doing. And his voice starts fading out as the camera moves towards Creed and he's like, come on, gloves off, come on, gloves off. 
what? What the fuck? We got to go fight? No, I got to take a shit, man. We got to take a shit. What, are you going to wipe my ass for me? He's like, okay, fine. Fuck, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Cut his gloves <laughs> off. God. He's like, you could have wiped my ass for me? And then Rocky was all like, God damn it. No, I'm not. No, Fucking I'm not. cut his gloves off right now. We need a surgeon in here. Somebody cut this man's gloves off. Give us off. 10 minutes while he poops. Yeah, and so then he goes in there and Rocky's like, Are you about done? Come on, man. We got a fight going on. I mean, we got to poop and all. Hey, but then do you think it would be better or worse if you then go out and you, you know you have to go up in front of the ref and touch gloves stuff if you're like, I just shit. Enjoy my I shitty gloves. My hands. <laughs> then that guy's going to be all freaked out about your gloves. It might make him better at dodging your punches, though. I don't know. But either way, you freaked him out, and that gives you an edge. So uh, the fight starts pretty slow. You know, they, they, they just circle. There's some good, some good punches, some good, some good slips. Um, but I was like, the first round here is one. It's just, this is one whole shot. It's not going very well for Creed, but this is one one steady shot. And then after the first round, they sit down at the stools and, you know, Rocky's talking to him and coaching him. He's like, okay, well, he tends to do this. What I need you to do is drop your left down really low, really low, because then he's going to come swinging in with his right, and that's when you need to dodge it and fucking clock him right across the jaw. Like, you got to draw him in here. So then we get back up. And what's this? The same shot still going into round two. So they use the same shot? This is one constant shot through round one, through the break between, into round two, when he takes Roxy, Rocky's advice and fucking knocks this dude out. One solid long shot. Mm. And it's pretty goddamn awesome, I must say. Yeah, and you know, you can see that he does that. He drops his left, gives yeah. him another left. Comes in, he brings... Yep. Down, down, down. Yep. And then... Pop, pop, pop. Three hits to the face real quick, and dude is out. That's pretty cool. And it's still... I mean, I, I love this is one whole shot, and it's really fucking awesome. Uh, and I read, like, the... The cinematographer was like, people thought we used tricks or clever editing, but no, we had a guy in the ring with them with a steady cam, and that's seriously one one thing. Uh, general trivia, there are numerous extended shots in the film which the cinematographer, um, Maryse Alberti, said help penetrate the inherent manipulation <laughs> of, film, <laughs> of filmmaking. The most celebrated... Uh, example is an entire two-round boxing match captured in a single uh, shot here. No post-production awesome. stitching was used. Everybody thinks we're cheating, but that was one shot. That scene was filmed with an uh, array Alexa by Steadicam operator, blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Like, you don't like, oh, you got to know the name of that camera guy. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Fuck off. But that legitimately was one. And that the fucking I don't know how many hours you think they spent practicing oh. and choreographing that whole thing. I work with them a little bit. I know a little bit about <laughs> it. Uh, so now, now that the fight's over and he doesn't have to worry about his weakened legs, we're back at Rocky's house, and they straight get down to fucking. They get down to fucking on the on couch. Rocky's couch. Oh, real quick. I guess at the end of the fight, Bianca just like crashes her way into the ring and shoves Donnie. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> I didn't know you had hands like that. What the fuck? Yeah. 
It's like, okay, I'm sorry. No, like, great. And then they make out and it's all, but it's just, she, her initial reaction was to push and be like, you didn't tell me you had hands. What? I thought you were all talk. <laughs> and then, and then they straight fuck on Rocky's couch. And this is when it pans over and we see the turtles. We see Cuff and Link. And uh, I think I got up to go do something like all this, like, Boring girl stuff boring in this in the Ugh, in these movies. Emotions. Like, come on, man! I don't like. This is not what I came to watch the movie for. Yeah, punch a dude already. Yeah, get back <laughs> to the story. This is they put this in here so girls will watch the movie too. Obviously, no. I do like that more so than than most fighting movies, and even more than Adrian got in a lot of the Rocky movies. That Bianca is a character. She has her own thing she's doing. She has more of a purpose than you know. Rocky has to be like, well. Uh, you know, now I got to worry about a wife too. And that was all Adrian's purpose was for that moment, you know, hmm. like a secondary thing. But I do like to give Bianca a lot more of a character. They're the turtles. And they're the turtles. Um, so next morning, they're having breakfast. You know, everybody's all happy. Want to fight? You know, we're making eggs. And she decides to dox him. Straight dox She him. fucking looks him up. And he's like, no, nah, don't do that, don't do that. And then you see the look hit her face. And she looks at him like, yo. Hopefully that's all she says. Yo. <laughs> yo. With her fucking eyes wide. Um, and so then she's like storming down the street and he's chasing her. And she's like, what the fuck didn't you tell me any of this? Well, you said your dad fought. You didn't say he was like the best fucking ever. Like, you didn't tell me your dad was fucking Apollo fucking Crete. And he's like, bitch, we've had three dates. Like, what? <laughs> what do you think is going to, what do you, what am I supposed to tell you my entire life story? I don't know shit about your parents. Why don't we talk about your parents? Oh no, because we're still too new for all that. Exactly. Fucking calm it down. Hey, why is she, why is she even pissed? She's like, fucking <laughs> flipping out. It's like, you should have told me you're Apollo's uh, son. No. Like you, uh, what would that change anything? We went out for a fucking cheesesteak. I did a shitty ass rap in your apartment and then I had a fight. You know, like what? I'm sorry, we're still getting to know each other and all, and I didn't tell you that... You wait a while before you bring parents into a relationship, you know? I want you to like me for me. Exactly. <laughs> Calm the fuck down, lady. <laughs> God damn. So, anyway, they, 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 they do argue it out on the street, and, it, and they, they, they make their peace, you know? From now on, we keep it 100 100. 100. So, uh, but then back, back at the house, Sports Center, fucking Sports Center, (laughs) drops the bomb about Creed. He's actually baby Creed. Don't call me that. Yeah. Uh, So, of course, Conlon and his manager see that and they're like, ooh. Well, that's fucking interesting. Maybe we could, uh, maybe we could use that. You know, we need a, we need good PR after that whole break a jaw at a weigh-in fucking debacle. You dick. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the fucking cash cow that we need. And so, also during this, Bianca convinces him, like, it's your name. It is your name. Why not use it? You know, don't hide from it. It's it's still you. What's the problem? It's my money, and I want it now. I, I That's what it reminded me. Yeah, I don't get it, but okay. It's a JG Wentworth. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I got a I, long-term I sentiment. But yeah. Yes, I know that, but I'm just like... It's how my does... name, and I want to use it now. Oh, uh, yeah, I 
it's just it 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 made a connection in my brain. Okay. And that maybe was maybe if this scene took place on a subway, like most of those commercials do. I think there one was of a, them takes place on a bus. There was on a ah uh, yeah bus. I guess maybe I was thinking bus instead of subway train. But um, all right. So he's convinced. Finally, he's gonna okay. I'm Creed. Finally, okay. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna do this fight, right? We're gonna do this because uh, Conlon and his manager come and visit them. It's like, hey, why don't you fight us? I mean, you're going to be, it's Rocky and Creed, but together and all this, like, we need this. Plus, my guy, uh, like, he's pretty much out of boxing now. I hear he's not going to be fighting much longer, whatever. Uh, we, we we need this as much as you need this, and let's, let's do this, and we can both make a lot of money, and it'll be great for us. And Rocky's not so sure about it, but uh, Creed eventually talks him into it. We're going to do the big fight. Let's do it. Um, so now they're sparring, you know, and Rocky's in the ring with Creed and they're doing some shadow boxes and sparring and he like has to take a break and step over and like vomits and collapses in the ring. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Uh, they get him to the hospital and he's laid in the hospital bed. The doctor comes in. I heard you fell down. Is that the first time you've fallen? Yeah, we're without being punched, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so... Whatever, they're, they're moving on. Uh, the doctor calls him back into the hospital and says, you have Hodgkin's lymphoma. <gasps> and uh, he's like, okay. Well, I recommend we start treatment now. And he's, nah. <laughs> I, I, I ain't gonna do n- none of that type of stuff. She's like, well, can you at least take these pamphlets? <laughs> and this is where he's like, yeah, my wife went through this and the treatment didn't help her. So I'm not feeling very confident about it. Like all it did was make her sick as shit for a long time and she died anyway. So why would I do this? And uh, so he gets back and they're going and, you know, back training. Doesn't say anything to anyone. Definitely not. But back in the locker room, Creed walks by and sees the pamphlet sticking out of the uh, Rocky's jacket, you know, and so grabs him, is looking at him. And so they confront each other, like, why the fuck didn't you say anything about this to me? And are you going to go to treatment? Like, we need to go right now. I will drive you to the hospital. And he's just like, no. No, I'm not going to do that. Look, you got your whole life ahead of you. My whole life is is back there with these names on this poster. You know, like, what the fuck do I got? Everybody I've ever known is dead. His wife, his brother-in-law, everyone that's been close to him, his best friend Apollo, his trainer Mickey everyone's fucking dead. What am I? Why? Why should I live anymore? What the fuck is the point of all this? You know, you're good. You get a, you get a continue and have your whole life ahead of you, man. You can go be the champ. You can go do your own thing. I could just die and go join my friends up in heaven. Cause I believe in that. And that's what we're going to do. And so then Donnie's like, well, what the fuck about me? Aren't we family? And he's like, no dude, we're not family. I'm just training you. And then Donnie's like, okay, well fuck you. And storms <laughs> off. So that's that's uh, pissy, and he goes, and then he goes to Bianca's show, and this is where someone backstage before the show is like, "Hey, yeah, baby Creed, hey, don't call me that." Well, no, I'm showing you love. He's like, "No, no, you're not. Don't don't call me that." Well, I'm just showing you love, man. You're being a fucking prick. What the fuck is your problem? So then he lays this dude out and gets arrested. Well, it's kind of on that guy too, you know. Like, what do you expect? 
you, you miss you. That's not his preferred. Uh, that's what I want. <laughs> that's not what I want to be called. And he said, name. and he said, "Hey, don't call me that." And then you were like, "And you could be like, big fucking my bad, my fault." Yeah, yeah, my bad. Okay, my bad. That's all you had to do. But no, you pushed it. You, you said, pushed hey, man, it. I was just trying to show you respect. I'm showing you love. Well, I'm giving you love. Obviously, you're not because it bothers me. So that's <laughs> not love, is it? Yeah, 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 you know, like I like to call you know some girls like baby tits. What's up, baby tits? Yeah, yeah don't call me that. Well, I thought I was. I was, I was just showing you love, I'm baby just tits. You love, baby tits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you see that for the compliment? It is baby then, tits. Then she slapped me, officer. I don't know. Yeah. I was just telling her how much I loved the baby tits. <laughs> I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> Show me in the Constitution where I went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Which amendment says you can't say baby tits? <laughs> Which Specifically. one? Yeah. Uh, so he does get arrested. <laughs> And uh, Rocky goes to bail him out, and they do talk again in the jail cell. But Creed is Creed is pissed and is having none of it. Right? Not even fucking talking to you. Fuck you. We're not even family, right? So what the fuck do you care? Why don't you get the fuck out of here? He falls right back into that uh, mode to where the, he was an orphan. You know, absolutely right like back that's to where his you see days. that where he's back on his own. Uh, he's abandoned. That's how he yep. feels, and like because he, he was getting close to Rocky, and now he feels abandoned yeah, again. So he, he immediately goes to his defense mm-hmm. mechanisms, and yeah, that's exactly what happens. And when Rocky tries to talk to him and and reaches and gets into him, like you see that he's still in there, and then he like wipes off his tears and says, "Get the fuck out of here, go, yeah, go on. I don't need you anymore. I don't love you anymore. <laughs> go." Yeah, and so Rocky's like, "Okay, yeah, we ain't ready to talk about this yet. All right, I'm just gonna slowly shuffle my way out of here." Um, so then the mom comes and does bail him out. So he does get out and he goes to Bianca's and you know, this is going to be rough. He knows this is going to be rough, but he's going to do it. He's eating crow. Good on him. It's delicious. crow. Sorry. Sorry <laughs> that I punched your dude out the headliner of your show, whatever. And he tells her about rock and all that, but mm-hmm. she's still not ready to forgive him for knocking the dude out. So she shuts the door and takes her hearing aids out. Like, Completely shuts him out, and that's when he finally does say, "I need, you. I need you. I'm sorry, I need, I, but I need you." But she's already taken her hearing aids out and doesn't hear his his final moment of humility instead of putting up a front. But uh, so now that's deep, right there. It is pretty deep. I well, I didn't write that part. It though. was pretty quick, but but it was like he finally did humble himself and admit his problem, like. This is check off some emotions. Human check off some emotions. He did humanize himself, but she had already de-eared, so she didn't get to hear any of it. But then he does go back to Rocky's house, and they're making peace. And I do love that Rocky's sitting at the dinner table when when Donnie comes in, right? And he's like, "Well, I guess sit down then." But there's already a plate sitting there. Like Rocky knew. He knew. He's already preparing for He'll it. Be back. He's he. I've been here a time or two. I know. <laughs> I know. I know what's going on. So now they, they strike a deal. Donnie's like, all right, I'll fight. But if I fight, you fight. If you don't go to treatment, then I don't do this. You know? And uh, I think that's pretty fucking cool. Because it's, I don't know, it's a way of, I guess, Rocky still having some sort of a fight. You know? It's just against cancer instead of a human. But uh, So now even during training. So he's, now we're back at the training montage. But cut in with that is chemo treatments. Like, he's sitting in the chair with the IV hooked up to him, and he has the stopwatch. He's like, yeah, you remember this? What are you doing? Not training? If 
fucking get up, do some shit. Fucking adds up. Do some push-ups, fucking let's shadow box something, motherfucker. What the fuck? And so he's like shadow boxing as a nurse comes in and Rocky's like, hey, don't hit the lady, don't don't, don't she'll, hit her. She'll knock you out. But but like he has some training at the hospital when they're doing that, and then you know like Going up the stairs in the hospital. And they're uh, at the gym, and then it cuts in with at the house where Adonis is helping him, like carry him from the bed to the bathroom to be sick. Uh, so like definitely helping each other through through their things. And I'm pretty sure this is the first Rocky montage that's not just purely boxing exercises. You know, I don't think any other montage has helped a chemo patient to vomit. <laughs> that's never <laughs> happened before. Um, so then he's like out jogging and all these guys on bikes and ATVs that race up and down the street, which earlier in the movie, Rocky said, it's a Philly thing. They, they run around and do wheelies and make a lot of noise. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> but as he's, as he's jogging, they start racing behind him. So he's like accepted now, you know, like the city accepts him. The city's behind him. Uh, it's a, it's a symbolic moment, you know, of him jogging and, and them racing around and he breaks you know, uh, he runs farther than he has. He's. Does this happen in the original Rocky movie where he's like running, going up the stairs? Uh, I believe this the, is his stairs. The, the second one, when he's going up the stairs, like as he's running, all these people start running behind him. So by the time he gets to the stairs, there's like a whole crowd it's at like the, foot of the stairs. A bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, did, uh, I, I, I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I think I'll go I think home I'll, now. I think I'll go home now. <laughs> yeah, that's my forest alone. Me forced alone. I think I'll go home now. Your Forrest Balboa. Uh, <laughs> so, Balboa. yeah, so the city takes him in. Now, you, now you, you're fighting for Philly, you know. Fighting for Philly. Philly is behind you. So now, now they do the press junket before mm. the fight, and that's where Stallone's like, hey, this is where the fight starts. He's going to come in here. He's going to fuck with you. He's going to try to get into your head and under your skin. The fight actually starts right now. So don't give in. Don't let him get to you. Don't. But, of course, he does, because the guy's like, yeah, he found this fucking name last night. Now he thinks he's a big deal. And he's like, no, motherfucker. Like, I have been fighting it. No, no, bitch. You fucking, your daddy was a thing, and you're just trying to. And so he keeps goading him about his daddy. And him. So, of course, then they stand up and try to get confrontational, and everybody has to pull him apart. All that whole thing. But now we go to, we go to Liverpool. We skip the way in completely. No way in. At yeah, least because, not that we see. I'm sure they did one for the fight, but they didn't do it in the movie anyway. Yeah, because he isn't he like much bigger than him? It seems like they're not in the same weight class. They probably shouldn't be, no. Yeah, because uh, there was a lot of like weight difference. Especially uh, in two. Jesus Christ, the weight difference between these two okay, guys. Okay, good. Yeah, it wasn't just me who was... But, uh, but that's, they, they gloss over that because like in one of, I think, Rocky Three, they say, God damn, he looks like a middleweight and Stallone had broken... I, he was down to below 2% body fat, and he weighed 195 pounds. I mean, he was jacked as shit, but still. Sorry, yeah, you're, yeah, less than you're five foot five, <laughs> and you weigh 195 pounds, which is good. You got a lot of muscle on you, but heavyweight means weight. You know what I mean? So he, we gloss over that a lot in the Rocky universe, because he should not be a heavyweight. He should not be fighting a lot of the people that he's right, fighting exactly. in the ring. And we, yeah, like fighting Dolph so, Lundgren, like that guy's huge. Yeah, what the fuck? Definitely. Should, How the fuck are you in the same weight class? They weren't. <laughs> they should not have been. So uh, now we're in Liverpool because the fight's in Liverpool, not London. No, the shitty dock town of Liverpool. Yeah, well, this is where the I'm Beatles come from. Me and I'm from the Beatles. I'm here to announce your fight. We've got Rocky Balboa. 
Did you hear Rocky Balboa hey, about baby. to fight? Hey, baby, you're a rich man. Hey, baby, baby, <laughs> drive my car. Yeah, I'm going with way too obscure a Beatles song there. Um, so <laughs> they're hanging out and they're in Liverpool. I'm really nowhere. And he even invites, <laughs> God damn it. He invites Bianca. Rocky gets Bianca to come to Liverpool because he's like sitting in the room with with. Donnie, he has that going on right now, and he keeps looking over at the door, and Donnie's like, why well, keep looking at the door? What? No, I don't know what you're saying. Nothing, no, no, no. Uh, but then finally, there's a knock at the door, and he's like, who's it? Who's it? Are you spitting people? I don't know. <laughs> you spitting people? We open it up, and there's Bianca. What's up, girl? That, yeah, yeah dude, now that you say that she's hey, Valkyrie, hey, what like, are you doing here? I'm like, that's all I see now. It's Valkyrie. I didn't even look at her before and think Valkyrie. So, so Rocky leaves like, you guys oh, got some fucking to do. You got to... Hey, give me down. But he does also, while they're talking, he's like, I need you to do me a favor. When all, oh, when all this is over. Okay. We're just going to lock that in. It's like, okay. So okay. he does say that. So then now we're at the, we're at the, the, the room before the fight, right? Your little locker room, whatever. Uh, yeah, the little dressing room, green room. And he, uh, there's a box there, and and he's like, what the fuck is this? And Bianca's like, that ain't, that ain't me, I don't know. But he gets his own Stars and Stripes Creed shorts, which Apollo was known for. And he, <laughs> and he passes on to Rocky in three when he becomes Rocky's trainer. And so it's like the, the legacy of the, the Rocky Creed saga is the Stars and Stripes shorts, right? So now Creed's got his own Stars and Stripes shorts. And uh, so we get to the fight. We're here at the big fight. We even got Michael Buffer Can to announce. Continuity. Because we're in, Ve- or, no, we're in Liverpool. I don't know. I was about to say Vegas. I thought we were in Vegas. And speaking uh, of which here, that uh, you mentioned this, there's another error uh, mm-hmm. in geography. Before the final fight, there is a scene where apparently it takes place in the dressing room uh, in UK, right? Mm-hmm. However, there is an American two-pin plug socket that can be seen on oh, the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, the exit signs are wrong because they their exit signs exit signs look uh, different. Here's a continuity there. error. When Adonis tries on his father's shorts, there's a stain on the mirror. Later on, the stain... Uh, later yeah, on, the stain disappears. That. Nah, whatever. And then another error in geography. <laughs> okay. Is it relevant, really, or is it just a... Uh, well, they're in the scenes, that, oh. so they pull these up as it goes on. It's from oh. Amazon. Oh, okay. No, no worries. I'll go, go ahead. I was like... <laughs> it's just trying to say that it's... You guys are trying to say it's from uh, uh, Liverpool the or whatever. the exit sign one? No. So I read something about the exit signs. So... Uh, Actually, it does say that, yes. The exit signs, yeah. So we get to the ring, and Michael Bofer announces them. Let's, Let's get, get ready, ready to rumble! And then he has to... Pretty Ricky Collins. You have to draw it out forever because you're Michael Buffer, and that's what he does. I think that's a really cool gig to have, you know? I know, shit. That dude makes at least a million dollars every time. And all you got to do is... Coming down the aisle. Loudly say shit and draw it out. And that's what you do. From Topeka, (laughs) Kansas. Nick. The Passion. And I make, I don't know, $300 to get punched in the face, and that dude walks out with a million bucks. And this <laughs> whole thing is fucking rigged. Well, and you know, they had to use Buffer if they're going to say, let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, like, that's yeah. his trademark uh, It is, especially like, if you say it like that. Uh, I, 
shit. Do we owe him money now if I said that? Probably. We sell. <laughs> we owe a lot of people money. That's all right. We got that fucking rewatch money, dude. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we got it. Plenty of it. So plenty as they're going up to do the tap and gloves, mm-hmm. you know, you always have to meet at the ref. And he's like, hey, nice shorts, boy. It's too bad your daddy ain't here to fight in him. Ooh. Oh, you fuck. Ooh. So now we're fighting. The first round is pretty much all Conlon. Like he, oh, what? We got a finger up. I got something on Michael Buffer. Okay. Depending on the event, he makes anywhere from $25,000 to $100,000. Oh, Every time million. he says not that. million, my bad. Well, he has been paid up to a million dollars for that. For Just one specific event. To do but, uh, yeah. that. Yeah. Jesus Christ, what a fucking racket. Um, nice are y'all aware of, um, he had, there were several iterations that he went through in the beginning of his career, uh, before he got to let's get ready to rumble. There was stuff like, man, your battle station shit. Like no just shit. like, yeah, I mean his early, early career. And then let's he finally worked it. That's Mills Lane. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> anyway, finally, finally, yeah. finally found the one. He and found the, the one. The paychecks are just Dude, rolling. Yeah. Rolling. He is milking that team. Oh, God damn it, he is. And you know, his brother Bruce Buffer is uh, the UFC's official commentator uh, announcer. And he Seriously? Goes, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I don't know if he's related, but his last name is literally Buffer. So it's Buffer and Buffer. And I think they're <laughs> related. Uh, but his is, it's time! All right. Yeah. Watch. All right. I mean, of course he can't. Let's get ready to rumble, or his brother would. Now I gotta find out, Bruce. Who his brother soon? All right, so we're getting to the fight. Go ahead. First round, Conlon. Conlon's beaten the fuck out of Creed. Right? Creed's got nothing. It's pretty much exclusively Conlon pummeling, pummeling the fuck out of him. Right? So we get to the the break between rounds. He's sitting back on the stool, and Rocky's giving him tips. Right? So. You know, he does this. When he does this, you got to do that. We got master strategery from, from Rocky. And uh, he, u- he uses it in round two and does get a big cut over Conlon's eye, like cuts him open. He's like, oh. and cut. So now Conlon's like, you oh, be, uh, you believe this, that this, this guy, this guy's here. This guy showed up. Holy mm-hmm. fuck. Okay. Okay. So now, now, now he's going to come at you with everything he got. He didn't think you brought nothing, but now you brought this, and now he's going to come with it. You know, blah, blah, blah. It's a, you know, this is Rocky these Ramblers, are the kind of fights that you want to watch when you see boxing. I know. This is really what happens. you want boxing to be. Uh, and like again, the, the choreography fight. is excellent. Yeah, and they rip them Very, really very well These done. arms are swinging so hard like they're and actually it, fighting. It looks blue. And so one thing that Rocky... Stallone, sorry. <laughs> they're interchangeable in my mind. But he has legitimately been fucking laid out while filming every single Rocky movie because he wants realism. So at least once a movie, he actually has been clipped and legitimately laid to hey, Kansas. Dolph Lundgren, he took my yeah, heart. Yeah, he moved my heart. He took my heart and he Not the it. romantic way. And so <laughs> uh, Michael B. Jordan did get, during this fight, during Michael filming B. of this, he did get also laid out. So it was like the rite of passage that you actually got fucking punched out while filming the movie. Because they go for... Really, like this, they're standing toe to toe, and sometimes they're ducking or blocking, but like hitting each other. Like, the, it's just so goddamn well done. It's really fucking wonderful. But now, round three passes, and then four and five, and this is another Rocky staple. Like, one and two, we really, really show a lot of because that's how we set up 
Like, oh, this guy's better than you. Oh, you did something good and made him go, oh, wait a minute. Maybe this isn't a pushover. And then we just do passage of time, passage right. of time, passage mm-hmm. of time, passage of time. And uh, so it's always mostly the opponent. Our, our hero gets, gets some good shots in, but it's pretty much the him opponent losing. beating the fuck yeah. out of our guy for 10 rounds or however long the montage is uh-huh. going, right? So now we're in round 11. Cuts all the way from 3 to 11. Jeez. And Creed finally, like, really... How long are these uh, uh, rounds? Heavyweight fights go to 15. 12 or 15. Uh, Well, no, but how many minutes per... Three. Three minutes per round. Three minutes? Three minutes. That's a long time To just get fucking punched on? Yeah. So round 11, Creed finally, like, gets Conlon. He's, like, hunched and, oh, fuck. Like, you really, really hurt him now. And he just starts all these body shots. And uh, so... Then he th- we think he's getting Conlon. We think he's getting him, but Conlon comes back and fucking lays him out. We're talking like full body goes limp, mm. tree falling over in the woods, collapse. And uh, lay in there and like sudden gas. We go, <gasps> like he got an adrenaline shot from Pulp Fiction. Just yeah. <laughs> comes to and stands up and Conlon's like already standing on the ropes with his fist in the air celebrating his KO and turns around and is like oh what the what the fuck man god damn it so Creed's eyes and then the bell rings alright so we get a break here and Creed's eyes completely swollen shut and the, the ref's coming by like I gotta look at that eye how many fingers am I holding up and the trainer's got his hand on the back of Creed's neck going like tapping it he goes, okay, now how about this time? Tap, 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 again. Four. Okay, I guess he's good. And you can see that doctor or whatever, like, looking over at the guy and like, going, like, you fuck. Fucking cocksucker. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I'm pretty sure you guys are cheating. <laughs> There's no way this guy can see yeah. out of this eye. Yeah. And you know it. So we get one more uh, Rocky speech of encouragement, right? One more, you gotta do, you gotta dig down. Take everything you ever hated Everything that ever hurt you, everything you've ever been slightly uncomfortable about, or that time, you know, when your blankets aren't sitting just right, or that time when someone comes over to your house and they leave like two seconds on your microwave and it's just blinking there, and she's like, why the fuck would you not hit clear, but the button's right there to clear the time off the microwave. <laughs> Take all of that right now. <laughs> Take all of it and uh, bring it in. We get to the last round and we get the theme. The Rocky theme fucking hits. The theme. I mean, maybe Indiana Jones, maybe. I know that's Coach's theme of all themes. She thinks the Indiana Jones theme. And, and that's a damn good theme. It's a good one. I'm not faulting her for loving Indiana Jones. But you, I can't hear that trumpet. And I, someone's getting punched. Yeah. Every time it comes on, Laura gets up and runs to the next room to get away from me. She's like, fists are getting... And here it is. Yeah. God, like that's so epic! It's wonderful. Round twelve begins. Here we go. We're gonna. And you're like, oh, we're fucking. You just get a little taste of it. Yeah, it's just a, it's a wonderful little taste. taste. Enough, enough to just like, oh fuck, here it is. (laughs) Oh motherfucks! And then what do they do for this last round? They just wailing like it's whammy. The guy whammy, and he's got him up against the rope, and he's like uppercutting and knocking his head back and as soon as it comes down then across and then as soon as it snaps back to center uppercutting it's like fucking whack-a-mole with this dude's head <laughs> yeah, but it's it's crazy how he's still getting hit a lot more 
You know, I would yeah. just keep focusing on the the side of his face that's just blinded. So you can just keep throwing these like. Oh yeah, absolutely. He can't see them. He coming. can't see that right hand coming. Just keep landing just those do fucking it. things. But and he does. He here's yeah. Conlon wailing on that, but he dips it, puts him back in the corner. Here you go. Fuck you. Let me. You want some body uh, shots? How uh. your ribs feeling, bitch? Oh, now your face. What do you got? What do you? Uh, he's fuck going you, upstairs fuck. like and Apollo he's just, Creed. He's just he's going to the body like he's Rocky and like knocks him down again. And so puts Conlon down. Puts him down. Hard right. First, they even say this is the first time in Conlon's career he's ever hit canvas. <laughs> puts him down. And you cannot be saved and by the bell. You cannot be saved because he puts him down. There's one second left in the round, but you cannot be saved by the bell. So they count, and it doesn't matter. You have to get Like up. if you, yeah, we don't, we don't say round over, no. But he does get up, and the round ends. Yeah. What a finish. And uh, so... Bianca comes in the ring, and uh, so now, like, Creed not only survived, this completely unknown guy who fought in Tijuana a bunch, <laughs> fought against the champion. Yeah, the guy that the champ- yeah. didn't have to, like, really work his way up the ranks. Not at just all. Just shows up and starts well, boxing with he people wasn't because going his last for th- name is Creed. Yeah, exactly. But he was, he like, he had the first fight earlier in the movie, and he was just trying to get into fighting. They came to him. They came to him. And said, hey, yeah, we need your name for fucking our own PR. You have to change. Well, yeah, we maybe didn't mention that, but, yeah, they said you should. You have to change your name yeah. for this uh, fight. So he ends up losing. Conlon gets the decision, but he does come up to Creed and he's like, you're going to be a great champion. You wear that name with pride. Like, okay. Respect. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I stand corrected. Well done, sir. And so this is uh, just, this was not about him winning. This was about him. Yeah. Winning his inner struggle, you know, fighting his own demons. Because you'd be like, come on, this kid comes out of nowhere. Right. What is he, Luke fucking Skywalker so, over uh, here? Yeah, exactly. Right. With some Mary Sue. But he, <laughs> all it is like he, he went, he went the distance. He didn't, didn't get fucking laid out. He didn't embarrass himself. He fucking stood toe to toe for the entire fight with the champion. He made it. He did it. And now nobody can ever doubt, oh, he's just got his daddy's name, you know, like, and that that's what the whole thing was about is I've proved myself. Yeah. I mean, you can still lose uh, the the fight, but yeah. and still win. It was about more is, than that. It was more than that. I mean, he was able to go 12 rounds and he knocked down the Knocked down the guy that had never been knocked down. Twice. Too. Yeah. Twice? Fucking, was it twice? I've, no, once. He still knocked down someone that hasn't ever been knocked yeah. down before. Did something nobody else had been able to do. Work with Rocky. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, lesson here is work with Rocky. Except for so now even the whole crowd is chanting Creed. Right? It's like, Creed, Creed, Creed. The, ch- the crowd is chanting his name even though he didn't win. So, and the announcers even say, Conlon won the fight. Dude, his eye but Creed so won, bad. Creed won the night. <laughs> Creed won the night. And uh, his eye looks so bad. It is like just swollen shut. Oh, yeah, it does. But grown-ass, grown-ass, full-grown man Nick Ryder sitting in this fucking theater watching this movie balling. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Balling. I was like... I love this part. (laughs) I feel like... No, oh my God, I feel like I'm seeing Rocky. Just, it was, it was. It was a big moment for me. I I loved it. So now um, we get back to Philly, you know, running up the stairs. Of course, we're always at the stairs. Uh, they banter a bunch about, hey, you're old. Don't, don't say that, you know. They're just trying to get up at him at one point. He's like, I think they add more stairs to this every year. <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so we get to the end. And that that's, that's how it ends is them like having now a nice 
real father-son sort of relationship. And he's he made it up the stairs now. He's part of he's part of the Rocky family. And there we go. So that's the, Aww, that's the end of our movie. Dim, dim, dim. Let's let's have some thoughts. Okay, so this is like my first movie into the the Rocky, the Rocky world, yeah. and so it, it'll be probably a cool little journey to like have these little nuggets of knowledge going into watching the movies later, which is I think sort of fun and because uh, you know something's going to happen, right? You you well, you, sure. this you takes, know where the scenes if you're going to watch I'm talking about future episodes when, when we, we watch get Rocky, Rocky or something the, you get it's such it's been around for so long and if you've never watched it it's been parodied a million times and you've right. probably seen it without even knowing it. So I feel like a lot of that's going to happen that'll be fun to watch. So mm-hmm. maybe that'll be better. Uh I don't like normal uh these types of films, but this one was really good, really well made. I thought it was, I was enthralled the whole time. Actually. I remember sitting there and at, towards the end, I was like, man, I've been watched. I've been like really, I've been like sitting there. And the only time I got up to, into this, the only time I got up to do anything was when they like, we're going to fuck on the couch. I was like, that's disrespectful for Rocky. I got to go. I know I was even bringing that up. And even <laughs> Mrs. Passion was like on Rocky's couch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that being said, uh, this gets a slight rewatch. For slight me. rewatch. Okay. All right. Hmm. All right. Um, so I think we had gone over this. I only, I had a busy week guys. That's I could right. only, I could only watch one movie. So I made a choice. You I didn't. went with uh, Creed 2, mm-hmm. thinking that there would be some sort of montage recap of the first in it. Turns out I was completely wrong. Right. So a, I'm basing this bet because that what is what the Rocky it's usually what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, tried to make the logical guess. Hey, Turns out it didn't best work out. Of what you had to work with. Yeah, you exactly. Know, educated guess. It's yeah. not your fault. They flipped it. They fucked it up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, however, though, hearing hearing y'all's recap of it, I would definitely rewatch it. Mm-hmm. I actually want to watch you just it, want seek to it watch out, it. and you watch just want it. Yeah, to watch it. Mm-hmm. Not a rewatch. Just you want to actually watch it, <laughs> but. He's already said he would even rewatch I would, it. I think I would. I think I would watch it twice. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Stay tuned next um, week for my rating on Creed 2. Creed 2. There we go. <laughs> uh, so, sorry I can't weigh in because I'm already rewatching. You're Creed. so biased. I'm already watching it again. <laughs> I can't even speak of it. No, I, of course I would rewatch this. I think he's been uh, watching it on his phone. I have actually not even been reading notes. I've actually been just watching Creed again this whole time. <laughs> Uh, no, the the, yeah, the, the the nostalgia for it though, they're like there's just so much of this that they they're able to tie in the whole Rocky franchise without like I don't know being cheesy or milking yeah. it or like we only exist because of this. Like they they definitely have their own world that they're working in, but they I guess it's more of the respect they show from knowing that they do tie into Rocky, even though this is their own path, but they doff the cap so well <laughs> and there's just so much a uh, nostalgia tied into it for me like mm-hmm. I, if even if this movie was fucking god awful i mean i'll be i'll be honest i would still rewatch it but it's not and that it just happens to also it just be good also happens to be a really fucking good movie it's an excellent boxing movie but it's way more than a boxing movie it's a fucking legitimate good movie that has boxing in it it would be good on its own, even if it didn't have ties to correct. To Rocky. Absolutely, uh, yeah. I mean this this movie is fucking wonderful. I think in every single way 
Uh, I don't know about that, actually. I think this was interesting because it's in the history realm and the world of Rocky. I I, I think I like that because I like. Yeah, and so I I'm, just, I'm, I'm developing a, a I like a, the way like for him. They I like the way that they work with that, but they don't lean on it. They don't depend on it. He's like basically Yoda in this movie. Rocky, yeah, which <laughs> that's what Mickey was to him. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's and my, so, more, but I'm in, uh, I'm internalizing it as uh, this is Star Wars. That's true. And wait till episode seven, of Creed two, when Rocky has Creed stand on his head and lift a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Goes to Dagobah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, has to pull R two D two out of a swamp. Um, but goes, okay. well, you think it's ba- Dagobah, but it's the bodega. The bodega uh, down the, at the corner. Bodega. Da, da bodega. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So uh, that's a I'd count that a three way. That counts as a three way. Woo! All right. Uh, it is a fully rewatchable movie. That does it for us this week here on the Rewatch Party. If you like what you heard, tell your friends. If you didn't, tell us. You can find us on Twitter at our new handle at their watch party, or you can email us the rewatch party at gmail.com. Uh, you could join us next week, as we have said multiple times throughout this, for the continued adventures of Creed and Balboa in Creed 2. Until then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon, and thanks for rewatching. That's Bruce, baby. We're not a real family. That was just in our heads, kid. We got this. You hear me? In the ring, you got rules. Outside, we got nothing. Life hits you with all these cheap shots. People like me, we live in the past. You got people that need you now. Hey. You got everything to lose. This guy's got nothing to lose. I ain't got a choice. That's the same thing your father said, and he died right here in my hands. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. But you don't think I could beat him? Expectations. I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty inside my DNA. You don't think you got your validation? I got loyalty, got loyalty inside my DNA. I got loyalty, got war and peace inside my DNA. I got power, poison, pain, and joy inside my DNA. I want to rewrite history. Don't pretend this is about your father. I was born like this, it's born like this. Eventually, conception, I transform like this, perform like this. What shall she want to It may not seem like it now, but this is more than just a fight.